0: Pricy people suck. Wow. No. Every no.
1: 4G Radio, it's episode 505 for January 29th, 2018. On the show this week we have Drew. Hello. We have DeWombat. Yep. And we have Jay. Namaste. So there might have been a few games came out. Hmm. If uh, if people would like to talk about them, I
2: I thought there was only one game that came out. Uh, that no, no there.
1: no, there was definitely oh. more than one.
3: Oh, it's, that's weird.
1: Uh, but Drew, do you want yes. to go ahead and talk about some video games?
3: Sure. So I can finally talk about one of the games that I'm reviewing. Um, well, two technically. Uh, I can finally talk about Iconoclasts. Yeah. Which we... I, which we have talked about a few times, uh, now I can say, buy that game. Uh, it's really good. I am not influenced by anybody from N4G when I say that. No, I, I am not really
2: influenced good. by anyone from N4G while well, I say <laughs> Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I agree uh, completely. It's very, very good. It's a very
3: good Metroidvania Mega Man kind of game. There is a few issues that I had with it. Um uh, direction sometimes is kind of hard. They don't really tell you where to go and as there is a good amount of backtracking. But um other than oh, that that's, that's kind
2: of part of the core for Metrovania, right? It's true. Yeah.
3: I I I don't know. And you do unlock some shortcuts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I there was a couple of times where I was like I don't know where to go. I don't know what I'm doing here, you know, and I'm just like I know what I need to be doing, but I don't know how to do that or get there. Do they have
2: uh, a nice big map that you can the, always look at?
3: They do have a map, but you never see any. Like you never see a blinking dot on mm-hmm. a unfilled part of the map and say, "Oh, this is where I need to go." So, and granted, maybe that's just the old man in me who says I don't have time to play video games anymore. I need you to tell me where to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's, that's a great game. It's it, the controls are very tight. Um, it's it's just a great platforming. Kind of little side-scrolling shooter kind of thing. And some very interesting puzzles. There's some neat puzzles in there. Because you got a wrench. Yeah, you got that wrench. Got and that then wrench. also uh, unique things with the bombs. You, you get the bomb upgrade uh, kind of early on. And uh, you use that to like push up platforms and then jump from platform to platform. And timing the bombs to make them go off at the right time. Uh, there's some really unique stuff in there. I suggest everybody check that out. Uh the other game I'm reviewing uh which is out now uh came out friday i believe is u f c three
1: I don't think that game's out.
3: I've seen people playing it
1: uh yeah u f c three comes out on two two
3: how the hell did I, I swear I saw white hippo playing it
1: um on playstation or xbox
3: I don't know I just saw a clip think like he posted am- a clip on. Am I Twitter. crazy?
1: Because I'm looking at release dates and it says it's out next Friday.
3: Let me see here. Maybe he's in the EA Access thing.
1: But that's only on Xbox.
3: Uh. I can't tell what this is on.
1: Hold on. But
3: I'm seeing I'm seeing him. He has multiple pictures or multiple clips of UFC three.
1: It says this item will be. I looked on Amazon. It says this item will be released January thirtieth.
3: The reviews are out for it, though.
1: Yes, reviews are out for it. So you can talk about it, but these are weird dates. Like, one day says... So it looks like the 30th is the early access. Friday is the official release, you know, like EA usually does. You're right. So it is technically not... out. So how is he playing it?
3: He must be playing on Xbox, on early access.
1: It has to be because, the, yeah, the EA access stuff.
3: Because I'm looking at like three clips right here that he posted.
1: this <laughs> oh, is this a weird game? Like, yeah, I thought it was out too. And then I'm like, wait, is it out?
3: Well, either way I can talk about it. Yeah, you so can. So let's talk about UFC 3. UFC 3 is the follow-up to UFC 2, obviously. Oh, no I, way. I don't see – it's been two years since UFC 2. Yeah. Apart from a few things, I ha- I don't see that many differences. <laughs> Um it it still controls the same like the submission. I I don't like how to fight against submissions in this game. Uh and I'm sure there's people out there who love the way it it handles, but I kind of don't like it. Um I play this game like a fighting game. So I rarely do takedowns. I made a character that is strictly a striker and I try to stay up as much as much as possible uh sometimes that kind of screws me over because I will fight somebody who is mainly a grappler and they they they're, they're going to win unless I end that fight in the first round really quickly um other than that it's still a pretty decent fighting game uh it, it does have its own rules like uh you're not going to do much damage unless you first start with jabs and open up with combos kind of thing um there's a different modifier for whenever, you know, you want to do like a hook. You hold down the left uh, bumper or left L1, um, and then it modifies your punches from there or your kicks from there. Um, and there's different, like, uh, specialty attacks that you can equip to your character. So I made, like, a, they have like kind of like a road to the show kind of car- uh, mode where you create your own fighter and move up through the UFC. Um, you can increase your stats, uh, in between fights and stuff like that, doing training. Uh, there's this big aspect on, uh, social media. So you, you're on Twitter basically, and you're going to be posting, Hey, I'm training really hard to get people to follow you and get more fans. And, you know, every once in a while they'll give you the whole, so what do you think about the upcoming fight? And you can respond with, I think it's going to be a good fight or I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy. Or yeah, you know, it's, it's it's stuff like that. You know, you can choose how you want to act. Uh, you can be like the cocky fighter. You can be the, you know, this the humble fighter. Um, EA game face is broken. Uh, I tried doing it, and I still can't download my face. Did you Although use the I,
1: Xbox Live Vision camera?
3: No, I'm on the PlayStation. <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> you could use uh, that on PlayStation, can't you?
3: Uh, I don't know. Maybe. See, you do it through the website now. So so you go to the EA website, do the Game Face there, and then you upload the picture. I just took pictures with my phone.
1: Why didn't you Um, use the picture of you with the shaved head?
3: That's a good idea. (laughs) But no, I didn't do that. Um, But uh, yeah, no, I, I did upload my face to the EA servers, and it showed me a model of what it would look like, and I really want that abomination in my game, um, but for some reason, I still can 't download my game face to the game itself, and i don 't know why, and every time I look it up it there 's nothing there
1: well it's games not out
3: game's technically not out yet <clears throat> um, there is also the ultimate f- team kind of thing where you do the cards. <sighs> You have, um, it, it's, so you have like four characters that you can have on your team. Um, uh, I think there's a heavyweight, middleweight, lightweight, and then there's the, the, the women's class. Um, and you get cards, you know, through packs and stuff like that. You can equip, and then on top of that, you can then equip better, uh, moves, uh, and buffs and stuff like that some of which are you know limited time uses um and then there's like a there's actually a pretty robust like fight now mode where you can pretty much change whatever you want as far as like oh it can only be one round or you know you can change your handicaps like really crazy um but all in all it's still a pretty fun little fighting game like it's it's weird I, I would consider this a fighting game over a sports game um, because there is strategy involved. There, there most certainly is. Um, you know, the square and triangle is for your punches. X and circle are for your kicks. Uh, there's different types of kicks. You know, if you so, I take my create a, created character into a gym. They can learn new moves uh, depending on how well you do in training. Uh, there's this whole stat tracking thing. It's 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 good. It it is good. Um and of course there is those those matches where you within ten seconds somebody gets a really good hit on you and you're just out. Just knock the hell out.
1: You got knocked the fuck out.
3: And then Joe Rogan's like Ah you know how he acts during the matches Joe and Rogan. stuff. And Joe Rogan. It's 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 fun. <laughs> I don't know I if you know, know about this, me, Joe,
1: Rogan. Joe Rogan. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Does, does he at some point say fear is apparently not a factor for you at some
3: point now? I don't know.
1: I used to watch <laughs> God, that. I Did you guys not. ever watch
3: that I show? I love that
1: show. <clears throat> that show was great.
3: Yeah, this is
1: pretty good. It's like
3: I
2: would not I would not do most of those things for $50,000. No. <laughs> That's to myself. I was like,
1: nah, no. They, uh, they ate a lot of penis on that show. Yeah. yeah like laying a, lay a bed of snakes for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I smoke cracks.
3: God damn it. Oh yeah!
1: This is the first penis I've had in my mouth, Joe Rogan <laughs> Come on, go
3: down on these penises with me
1: <laughs> Give me some of that hot sauce
3: But yeah um, <laughs> Wow
1: oh,
2: I Should miss... never have mentioned Joe Rogan No, you, I miss... no, oh, you
1: really man. shouldn't have I miss that
2: But he
3: is kind of like the voice <laughs> Of UFC
2: Yeah, he
3: is and of course, you know, uh was it Dana Snyder? Is that his name? That's the dude from Dana White? Teen. Dana White.
1: <laughs> uh, Dana White. Dana Snyder is Master Shake.
3: <laughs> That's right. That
1: would be better if he's out there doing Oh UFC man, comp. if
3: I had Master Shake out there like commentating on the fights <sighs> that'd be great. But yeah, uh, uh it's it's good. It's it's a good fighting game. It's not for everybody. I wouldn't say somebody who's a big Street Fighter player would enjoy this, um, it, but I'm not. I don't follow the UFC. I know, you know, I know the main, you know, the, the most popular fighters. I do know Forrest Griffin because he is from Athens, Georgia, which is where I'm at. So, and uh, I had uh, I had my fiance create my character, and she wanted to model it after me, and well. That's uh, that's not me. So
1: oh 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 okay.
3: To, I, we tried, but you can't. It's it's impossible.
1: Hmm. Which
3: is why I wanted the game face thing. But yeah, I uh, played that. I'll get my review of that pretty soon. I did play some online. Uh, the online is fine. I, I didn't experience any real lag. There's a couple of I mean, there's a couple of hitches here and there, but I mean, you're going to get that with any fighting game online, but um, I played probably about three or four matches, uh, just to test it out. Seems fine. Um, yeah, uh, that's about it for UFC. If you're into, if you're into UFC, get it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a really good UFC game. And if you're into fighting games, I'd say at least try a demo, try it on EA access if you can. It's free. So, uh, but Yeah. The the other game I played was the one that I think everybody here has played. Yeah. And that's uh, Monster Hunter World. Yeah.
2: So you did actually play it?
3: Right? I did. I, I was able to to, to play some, yes. Um, that game's huge. Pretty big, man. That's a pretty freaking big game.
2: That's huge how far how far did you get or how many like hours did you put in
3: uh probably about four hours
2: okay
3: and uh i was able i, I did one quest where i had to hunt two great jagas okay uh and that's the last thing i did uh i've hunted uh the the ku clue something the the the, the, the yaku yeah there you go the uh <laughs> the thing that holds the the rocks
0: three different pronunciations yep. <laughs>
3: Uh, uh, there's, there's some weird names in this game.
2: I
1: know. Yeah. I killed that thing myself.
3: Yeah, uh, I apparently am looking for the the puky puky now.
1: <laughs> what the fuck?
3: They call it the puky puky because it vomits up crap.
1: I saw the cutscene and it's, uh-huh. it looks like a giant fucking lizard chicken.
3: It does. Yes, it looks yes. like a lizard chicken. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the
2: next thing I need to do. Uh, first of all, what weapons is everyone trying out so far? Uh,
3: I am using the hunting horn.
0: Ooh. It's funny, it, it's funny you say that. Because Drew and I were talking before the show, mm-hmm. and I haven't even created my character yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. but my, my son has been playing it the entire time I've had it. Uh, so mm-hmm. I've just been watching him play. Um, so I, I will be going long sword and bow. But, nice. um, uh. He's playing with switch axe. So um the only the only monster I've stepped in to fight, I had to use a switch axe because that's what he was using. So did it get stuck so you had to step in and help him out? No, he just um wanted to watch me play for a minute. Oh, okay. Cool. So he uh, I was telling Drew before the show he's all the way he got all the way up to the um I don't remember its name. It's like a silver fox looking thing that shoots the electricity Kobe,
2: out of the scale. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He uh he that's a, that's beat everything else fight. before then. Um and then wow. he decided he wanted to watch me play for a little bit, so I took over at that point and had to use How's the- uh,
2: how's your son enjoying the game so far? Oh he loves it. He thinks yeah. it's
0: fantastic. Yeah, it's good. Like I
2: figured I figure for the younger generation, it might still be a little a little bit too difficult, but seeing them enjoying it is pretty good. He's
0: at a point, I, I think once he gets up to some harder monsters, I don't know mm-hmm. if he'll like it as much, but he, he's beat all the way up through Baroth on his own, um, and he's using Switch Axe, so he can just kind of, he can mash a little bit, mm-hmm. but he's he's learned how to dodge, and he knows how to mount the monsters, so... Okay. He's uh he's got it he's got it down for the most part, but I have a feeling once we ramp up to some harder monsters he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be out. <laughs> Possibly. Because the the monsters do get significantly harder
2: as you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how about you, Karen? What have you been using?
1: I'm currently using the dual blades. Nice
2: mm. the speed, baby. I like the speed. Slicing dice. How are you enjoying the game so far?
1: I like the game. I will never play at multiplayer.
3: Oh, that! Is... Why? Do because, you have it on Xbox?
1: Yeah, because the multiplayer sucks. How? The structure of that multiplayer is terrible.
2: Oh, are you talking about doing the co-op of the uh, single-player campaign? Yep. Because I, I would agree that those kind of suck. Having to SOS flare after seeing the cutscenes is really dumb.
1: Yeah um, the uh, the whole point wait, of the whole point of me playing this game was I would want to hop in and play through the single player campaign with a buddy, mm-hmm. so you can't do that in a traditional fashion because if the person you're playing with has not seen the cutscene of the monster, you cannot play with them.
2: No, can it's, it's even worse than that? Yeah, no. You, even if the person has seen the cussing, until you yourself have seen the yes, cussing, yes. that person can't join in either.
1: Exactly. It is. It is a broken it's co-op, and it is. It is just miserable because that's why I wanted to do it. You know. And
3: <sighs> wait, what are you? I, I don't understand that. Word. Say it, okay, say this is it how slowly. It
2: works so what it, what it is that, let's say you're playing the game for the first time, right? Right. All your assignments have these cutscenes that play either in between or at the beginning
3: of the of the game, right? Like where you're in the camp talking to people and stuff?
2: Uh, no, 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 not even that. Like when you actually go into the mission.
3: The first time you see the monster,
2: yeah. it yeah, plays yeah, a little cutscene like and puts the monster's name
0: up in the top corner. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Things like that, and there's a lot of cutscenes in the uh, regular assignment. What it is that you have to go into the mission, you have to see the cutscene, and then the game will tell you, you can now send out an SOS Flare. And once you send up the SOS Flare, the person inside the hub with you can join into that game and then start playing the game with you. But oftentimes, you have to wait for a while in order to be able to send the SOS Flare. So that person, like, obviously, like, the person can go into expeditions or go into training mode and do other stuff while they're winning. But it's not like in the previous games where you could just kind of post up the quest, and go in together, as long as you're in the same amount of progress. So, for example, if I want to do the quest with you, I would have to like sit around in the hub, wait for you to send up an SOS flight, and then join afterwards. And I think that is the, the biggest biggest fault of the game. I understand, I understand to some degree where they're coming from. They want the people to play through the assignments as a single-player campaign, as a thing that where you have to kind of do everything by yourself so that you learn how to play the game and only use the SOS flare as a means to get help if you're really stuck that's what it feels like to me um but at the same time there's people like Ken uh and many others uh that are rightfully saying that like I just want to be able to play all of the game with you know my friends and they should be able to do that in my opinion for the for a game like this this isn't this isn't dark souls right this isn't Demon, so you shouldn't have to go through the ridiculous hoops in, in order to play with someone someone else. Uh, especially, st-
1: especially when they market it as, like, get your buddies and go kill some monsters. It's like, well, I can't do that in the single-player campaign. Like, I have to go do a bunch of stuff before I can play with my friends the way I want to.
2: Yeah, the the best way to enjoy this game as a multiplayer at the moment is for you to basically finish single-player campaign by yourself and at that point, you just do the go in the gathering hall, and every quest you have is unlocked. And then from there, you just kind of post the quest, and anyone else can join. You join investigations, optional quests, and etc. And then it's fine. It works exactly like how it used to work previously. But if you want to do the whole single-player campaign with other people, there's going to be a lot of waiting around. And stuff like that so that's a a big issue
3: so how about this i mean you know like how the old monster hunters used to be where you could play offline or online if you go online can it play like normal uh what do you
2: mean like normal
3: like how we always played
1: no because you don't you can't play offline you can create a session or you can join a session when you start the game
2: uh well i mean you can be offline while you're playing the game um you know i mean they can't they can't not have you play the game when you're offline for example i keep the you know i keep my ps4 on rest mode all the time so when i log back in i'm on offline mode because uh you know i obviously lost connection to the psn so i can still play the game in that way but i can't i can't join other people's games and search for s o s s and stuff like that but there's but, not
3: like there's not like a online gathering hall
2: no there is What I mean is that that's for like optional quests and quests that you'll unlock after you beat this. You go through the single player campaign. So if you beat the the, the mission and then you have all these optional quests and these uh, investigations, you can post those up as long as you're high enough HR to join those, right? So those are fine, but what I mean is that the storyline with the cutscenes that they want you to do called assignments are limited in your multiplayer uh, component.
3: Oh yeah, that's, well that's, I mean we we didn't have those in the older Monster Hunter games anyway. Yeah, but that's I mean, what I
1: want to do. <clears throat> that's yeah. what, that's the way I wanted to play was like I wanted to play through the campaign co op because the thing about Monster Hunter has always been get your buddies, play the game. And truth be told, I'm one of those players that after I finish the campaign, I'm not going to play that game again. You know, so that's what I wanted to play co op, and now that is completely stripped from me, and I can't. Also, if you join a session with somebody. You can't see them. Yeah, unless you're in the
2: Gathering Hall. Yeah, like yeah,
1: we like, were trying to meet up, and I'm like, "Well, I'm here near the provision stag. So am I. I don't see you. That awesome. place is kind
2: of like your own, like
3: yeah, junk. but it never.
2: But in but in the
3: online Gathering Hall, you can still see your friends, right?
2: Yeah, you can do like arm wrestling. You can do other stuff there. Okay, good like the thing, yeah. So they, they, they kind of separate the two between each other.
3: Well, they were kind of separate in the older games, too, they but were, not, not they in were. this way.
2: Yeah, uh, because the in this way, the gathering hall is much smaller compared to the single-player area. Yeah. So it kind of feels weird. I understand a lot of what they're trying to do, the single-player campaign kind of being a tutorial. Basically, a 40-hour tutorial for you to actually learn the game before you actually go into the really difficult stuff on multiplayer. That's kind of, I think, their what their intent was, but I completely understand what Ken's saying. Like that, that's the impression that they gave. Like you should be able to play from the beginning to the end with other people. And if you remember games like Monster Hunter Four Ultimate, there were cutscenes in that game too, but you could still you know join in with your friends. It, that yeah. was not an issue. You could just choose to skip the cutscene, and then there was you know there was no problem. But now you have to kind of like you know wait around have them send up the SOS Flare and then go join in. And sometimes it takes a really long time for them to be able to send up an SOS flare. Especially in the beginning when there's a, a lot of cutscenes. So it's it's weird. Uh that's the thing that's the the part that is my biggest complaint about the game. Like outside of that I don't really have any complaints. But it is uh it is definitely a complaint to be making sure.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. I I mean outside of that, I'm I'm enjoying the game. I think there's some some questionable game design decisions, but other like than what? that, uh, it sometimes it feels like they just pick random buttons. So let's, for example, when you get to chase the the the, the chicken thing, the cluck loo, loo whatever it's called, uh, yeah. that's the first time they tell you, well, you can put, you can mark a spot on your map to follow it. So I open up my map, you know, and I start to mark it, and the A button doesn't do it, the X button doesn't do it, the Y button doesn't do it. I'm like, what the hell does it? It's like, oh, just click it on the right stick. I'm like. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea?
0: (laughs) (coughs) I guess it just seems like a a pretty minor. Yeah, but but I mean,
1: it's it's stuff like that that I run into all the time. Like for example, you know, I'm in a battle with um, a monster, and like I need to. He starts running away. I'm like, oh well, my sword needs to be sharpened. Okay, so let me do my whetstone. So I hold down the left bumper, and it's not working. It's not in my radio menu. I'm like, what the hell's going on? It turns out that the last time I pressed the left bumper, I accidentally hit it. A, a direction on the d-pad and switch it to communication and i'm like what and then i get back over to my whetstone and i'm pushing up on the analog stick holding it holding it not doing it not doing it not i'm like what the fuck is it? so then i switch it to the quick button and then it works i'm like it, i don't know it just it seems like good lord like this could have been just a button and i'm holding like three buttons to do th- something it's it's weird sometimes
2: yeah, the, the radio menu, I didn't like until I changed it to Type 2. And what the Type 2 does is that sometimes I would be holding down L1, and then I would look at the camera, and I would try to manipulate the camera, which opens the radio menu. And then I would, like, start trying to barbecue a meat in the middle of a monster fight. Yeah, I did that. And I, I would that. get murdered.
1: I did that one time. He, yeah. he <laughs> broke out the, the campfire right in the middle of a yeah. <laughs> monster fight. I'm like, what is and going just on? And you're like, no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> and then you get, you get killed, but... um what I did is that the type 2, you have to push down on the R3 as after you select it. So you never get like an accidental radial menu selection. And that's been working out really well for me after that point. And you can also customize your radial menu. So every single thing in the radial menu for me has been customized. So I don't even have to scroll through the other various different radial menus. I have everything I need that I use all the time on the radial menu. I hardly ever use the item menu by itself. Like I never press square. For using an item nowadays, I just use radio menu, and that's really handy after you get uh, after you get used to it, and you also customize it to your uh, own I, personal usage.
1: Yeah, no, I felt like the radio menu would be great, but like I said, there were times where I would select the whetstone, and it, mm-hmm. they wouldn't do it.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why you gotta go to the type two, so it always uses the things that you want to do by clicking in the clicking in the right analog stick. Uh, after you selected, because that whole like letting go after a certain point, it's really it's really clunky. I don't like it,
1: yeah, th- that's that's one of my issues that I've had with the game is I feel like a lot like the options to do it the way that makes sense are there, mm-hmm. but I feel like I have to change almost all of them. Um, like I had to set the camera further back. I had to change the the camera focus to focus instead of target, and like so many things that make that game better are not the default, and I just found that kind of weird.
2: Yeah, it is a little bit awkward, but I think uh, at the same time, maybe that was how classic Monster Hunter was done, and then the fact that the option is there and you can easily switch over is nice. But you do want to fiddle around with those options to see uh, which one works better for you, for sure.
1: Yeah, I've, I've been doing a lot of fiddling. I mean, I like the game. I'm having fun with it. Um, mm-hmm. There's definitely a lot to do, and it's overwhelming, especially when I go to... Upgrade equipment or you know forge new weapons and like well what do I need and sometimes it tells you sometimes it doesn't um, I do like it, the, the
2: the only times doesn't tell you is when you don't have any of the items yeah yeah and it'll yeah. be just
1: like red question marks and, and that's mm-hmm. fine like there's there's discovery to that I have no problem with that but I like. You know, I like a lot about that game. I like the the researching the monsters so that it makes it easier to track them and yep. like there's a lot of little cool things in there. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the combat. I think it's a little sloppy at times, but it it it's fine.
2: Okay. That's good. So, it sounds like are you going to continue playing the game or Yeah, I'm going to
1: I'm going to I'm going to run it solo uh and see how far I get. So far, I mean I yeah, the the freaking chicken thing took forever. I had to chase it like four times, but it wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't frustrating yet. Um, I, I, <laughs> Ryan's kid is a much better at this than I am because I still haven't figured <laughs> out how to mount the damn monster. Uh, except for jumping <laughs> off of a cliff and landing on it. I did that that's, a couple times.
0: That's basically what you have to
3: do. You okay. have to find a ledge yeah. that's taller unless you're than the playing, monster. Unless and you're jump playing off against that it. glaive.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can also slide down like a uh, downward, you know, incline. I mean, decline, yeah. and then just kind of jump off. And then yeah, I was it. sliding. But
0: what you'll find, Ken, is that most of the areas where you're fighting the monster, there's at least one ledge in there yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can use to jump off of.
1: That game has a lot of crap. Go to like, I slid down like this incline once, and it was like activated sliding skill. I'm like, what?
0: yep <laughs> yeah and you get some you get some different attacks when you're sliding too It's
1: just such a weird thing, like activated sliding skill. I'm like, yeah, that's my superpower,
2: uh yeah, there's a thing you know all those armor pieces and decorations that you unlock later in the game <laughs> there's one that'll increases your critical chance for a set amount of time after you do a little sliding move, so you know that's that's a thing. <laughs> I would say that you know I've actually played the game extensively, you know, for the last week and well, last two weeks or so. And I will say that outside of uh, Ken's very valid complaint about not being able to play online easily uh, during the assignment, is that it, it feels really good. The all the additional things that they added, the radio menu, the SOS flares to be able to like have people join in mid combat, uh, all those things are very good. The tracking, everything that you do in the game feels like progress because of all the different factors because let's say even if you're fighting something that you're you know well over geared for right you would in other games you would think like oh i'm not getting anything out of this experience because this thing is way too weak for me no not really you're getting more research on that thing so the next time you actually have to fight the higher rank version of that thing the monster will show up on the map like immediately as you enter the map and you're like you don't have to search for anything you see it on the map, you open it up, you just click it in, and boom, your scout flies will directly lead you to the enemy. Because you've done all the research. You did, you've hunted many times, you've just, you know, picked up a lot of his tracks, so you know everything about this monster. So as you grow as a player, so does your character. And it really shows, not just in the armor, but also in the ease of finding these monsters and hunting them down. And the BC area is such a great addition. Have you guys looked at it at all?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah it's yeah. part of the tutorial uh, where you... The... Like you start adding stuff to it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh it, it tells you not only, you know, what the item the uh, the enemy drops, which is such a nice thing to have, but you guys have no idea. I oh, used to dude. pull up a wiki, dude. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah? Yes. We, we used to like I have no idea who drops this. And you have to go on the wiki. Do I have to fight the low rank version or the high rank? No, if you have the if you done the research and you unlock these uh, information, then you can just see it all there, and you, they'll tell you which one has the highest chance to drop, which one has the lowest. And not only that, the game will tell you if you break certain parts of the monster, it will affect them in certain ways. Yeah, Like, really interesting things about the game that you wouldn't normally uh, understand, you know, like, right away, and then it's just all laid out for you.
3: A oh, fantastic addition. The, the the best addition to this game is the ability to say, hey, I really want this piece of armor, when mm, I have every yep. piece I need, it tells me you can now make this piece yep the list <laughs> yeah. is, is, is holy really good. crap I've been wanting that for like four years <laughs> yeah that's a great that's
0: a great addition
2: yeah it's uh so much so many little things that you would think that uh wouldn't really matter, but when you combine them all together, the ease of playing the game has uh it just the quality of life has increased- sig- significantly, and uh there is no other monster hunter that is as easy to get into as this one. But, you know, outside of the, man, if it wasn't for that multiplayer thing where, you know, it's a it's a hassle to play with your friend. Because I was playing uh, with some friends that were, you know, this is their first Monster Hunter game. want I wanted to kind of guide them through their experience to make it more enjoyable. But, like, most of the time, I'm just kind of sitting around in camp, like, going on expeditions myself, waiting for them to send up an OS flare. Uh, and it's, like, kind of boring, you know, for me. And for them that also want to play with me, but at the same time when I'm hearing them over the microphone, you know, in party chat, I see that they're having a, a good time, like discovering monsters and seeing what they can do. And there's just a ton to see, like all the new monsters in that game. Like I'm not gonna go into details about all of them, but like the 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 one that looks like Shin Godzilla is like mid boss, you know. <laughs> yeah. So like the the actual final boss that you fight is something like extremely different from what you've seen before. And all the different monster types that you've seen, like different types of elder dragons that you've never seen before, uh, that inflict, uh, infl- inflict different status elements that you, you haven't seen before either. So it's, it gets really crazy. And I, I'm not gonna say that the story mode is like compelling and everything and with like really interesting character. No, it's like it's about fighting the monsters, it's about seeing the new lands. Because like I've had to stop at certain points where I was like, wow, this place is fucking gorgeous. Like you guys have been to the Coral Highlands yet? No. I'm, still, I'm still in the ancient forest. Yeah, no, when I've you seen get no to Coral
0: Highlands. But I haven't <laughs> been to Coral Highlands yet.
2: Yeah, that place is amazing. And they give you these tools. I, I will say that as you play through the game, don't just do the single player assignments. Also do the optional stuff along the way. Especially the ones that unlock things like tools and <laughs> ingredients for the canteen. Because, first of all, that canteen animation is amazing.
1: <laughs> So uh, I love those cats. Which which mode are you playing on? I switched between graphics and and resolution, and I kind of like resolution better.
0: I like
2: uh, I like frame rates. I always go for frame rates. Yeah, the
1: frame rate is not bad on X for of Which one you pick?
2: Um, you're probably right, but it feels like I tried the resolution. And I was like, this I think looks slightly nicer, but when I play frame rates, I feel like this definitely plays plays smoother. Is is my feeling and. The fact that I've always had to play Monster Hunter for the last like 10 years under 30 frames per second on the 3DS, oh, I got you know, a
3: handheld, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So it's like it's so nice just to have this bump and the game is just really smooth now. Uh, it's I'll not t- it's not a 60, but you know, it's smooth. I'll
3: tell you one thing. Thank God for those scout flies because if not I wouldn't be able to find herbs in this game. <laughs> It well, kind
2: of blend into the environment. Everything right?
3: blends in with the environment. The thing, the great thing about the 3DS is that they everything's so low res. You can see, oh, there's an herb over there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, don't you?
2: It's kind of like
3: an old Looney Tunes cartoon where it's colored differently, so you know yeah. for sure. Don't yeah. you? Uh,
1: don't you have your cat dig it out for you?
3: I mean, every once in a while, but I'm more. I oh, mean, he... my cat's not doing shit. Oh, he's yelling
1: at me every two seconds, like, "Hey, I found some. Hey, I found some." It's probably because I gave him a great name.
0: Over here, Meowster. Yeah. But what, uh, what you what you name your cats, guys? Bubbles. Bubbles. Nice.
1: Because he's blue. He's blue. I bought him. I I built him the the rabbit mask <laughs> out of bone, and nice. I gave him the big blunt like hammer. Mm-hmm. And his name's Bubbles, and he's blue.
3: Well done. What about you, Drew? Uh, my cat is named Ely, which is after my fiance's cat.
2: <laughs> okay, I've seen a lot of people name uh, their go after
3: their cats or previous cats she yeah, even yeah, my... she she helped me make my character and the cat. So, I um yeah, I have a, a Siamese. Okay,
0: how about your son, right? Uh my son's is Sadie after one of our cats okay. and mine is Sam after a cat that we used to have. Oh, ah, very nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, just not to not to downplay it, but <laughs> wow, that character creator is real good. Yeah, yeah it's it good.
2: Is. Yeah, most uh extensive character creation for a Monster Hunter game yet. Uh, I didn't spend too much time on it because that's not what I'm about. Like I don't care that much about what my character looks like.
3: Oh so you're you can have a helmet on it most of the time?
2: Yeah, you can also have that off too. Oh you often. can.
3: Yeah, 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 you can set so it in the can, options yeah, you can have menu it off. to
1: not show, but not on your not on your cat. That made me sad cuz like <laughs> I like the the rabbit helmet, but sometimes maybe I want to see the cat.
2: So, you yeah, know. That's true. That'll be a nice option to have. Uh the palicos are great by the way. Like, you start out with that healing ability that Palico has, and he, yep. Palico will save your life, you know? Yes. Right? Yep. Yeah, he oh
1: saved me a Palicos couple times. Oh my are fucking useless in the
2: so now. Yeah, and they stay alive for much longer than previously. Like, they hardly ever die. They do a good job of uh, keeping away from damage. But not only that, you get additional tools that you can <clears> unlock for your Palico. So you get, a, you get a, basically a hunting horn for your Palico, and they'll give you all the buffs that the hunting horn can offer. So it's like, oh, now you're immune to poison. Now you're immune to stuns. Now you're immune to... Uh, well, now your stamina degenerates much, much slower. It's like really fantastic uh, buffs. And also, uh, your are probably get like a plunder blade, which basically like slices off a part of a monster. So it drops those little fragments that you can pick up. That's like additional equipment and uh, well, additional parts of the monster that so you can just carve up. So at the end of the mission, your palico will have a, like four or five different monster parts himself too at the end of the mission thanks to the plunder blade. And there's there's even more than that, too. Like, he can also sh- put up a huge shield that will taunt the monster. So if you're, like, a gunner, you can get, like, some good shots in while your palco is taunting the monster for you. So Palico is really good in this game. Like, before it was kind of an afterthought, it feels like, unless you're controlling one yourself, like in Generations. But uh, it's just really good now. I just, yeah, the, yeah. I is the sling a
1: useful
3: at all? sling is super useful. I have never used I've it.
1: I've not used it yet at all. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. There's a the slinger types of things that's you on can. your
0: arm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's super useful. What, yeah. what do you use it for? You can use it for a bunch of stuff. Number yeah. 1, you can use it you can use the capture net so you can pick up like the little like paratodes or any of the bugs that you see sitting around because those give you um, items that you can use to create like the paratodes give you stuff that you can use to create paralysis. Uh, for, not uh, only that,
2: right? You can actually Take those guys and then put them in your hole. Oh
0: yeah, put them in your yeah. sligger. and then yeah, they, they become
2: yeah. pets. And they're all like roaming around. And it's really cool. I have like a garden full of fish and flying animals. It looks majestic, man. Yeah. And it's
0: then really uh, cool. you can also use it. You can use it to, to uh, distract monsters. So you can put rocks in there and you can shoot it at them or shoot it somewhere else and use it to distract monsters. Obviously, you can use it to put like poison knives and paralysis knives and stuff like that in and, it.
2: And uh, dung dung pods, which is the best yep. useful
0: thing. Because a lot of times
2: you're gonna find uh, two monsters trying to kill you at the same time. Sometimes, so if you shoot the dung, uh, dung pot at the at them with the slinger, they'll just go away, like
3: basically instantly, which is really nice. I, I, I don't. Maybe I've missed a tutorial somewhere, but I have yet to be taught about the slinger. Uh, they tell
2: you pretty early on, but it's not a, nothing extensive. Not, they don't go into too much detail about anything.
3: They're, I don't even know how to use it. You that's just the thing.
1: you put your weapon away and hold the left trigger. Yeah, okay.
0: then you can And that. you got you load the ammo basically just from your item wheel. Gotcha. And, and then that also allows you to use your grappling hook as
2: well, which is immensely useful. Like yeah. I didn't use it early on because I didn't really know to look up to see where I can grapple. But once you start looking, I was like, "Oh man, I've been doing this all wrong." Like I've been like running through this mucky water when I could have just grappled four times in a row, just getting across it in, like almost instantaneously. It looks great. Can you? Do you have that from the beginning? Yeah, you have it. You have it from the very beginning you have to look up without your weapon drawn and then kind of like press circle while holding down the, the slinger shot. And then you'll just hook onto it immediately. Oh, and then really? you'll just go flying and then you can just let it go and hook onto another one. Um, when you have to climb certain parts which are really far away, I've seen them uh, being there. You can also use it to mount monsters too. Like jumping yeah. off of a jumping off of a hook a shot and then landing on top of a monster and then mounting them just feels really good. Because yeah. that's not a cutscene. That's not a quick time event. You aimed it, you timed it, you got it done. So it's like really skill based and it just feels good to pull off.
1: Yeah, they never. Yeah. I've never seen a message pop up about the grappling hook. I didn't even know it existed. I, I like knew it also, existed, but I didn't know how to
0: do it. Yeah. If you look for like the walls that have the um, mushrooms on them and stuff, you can do. Different weapons can do special attacks off of those. Yeah. Like the bow, for example, you can. Um, if you see one of those, you can do this little move where he like, runs up the wall and then jumps off and shoots the bow. Mm. It's like a dodge and a shot at the same time.
2: So mm. many extra things that you discover uh, as you play through the game, and uh, that's good. Because like like I use the hammer and longsword. Like, for example, I used the longsword for about 30 hours until I discovered it has a crazy counter move. And I was like, I had no idea it had this. And then it's really hard to use, but boy, is it sick when you use it. Because what it is that you have to cancel one of your attack animation, and then you go into this thing called Foresight Slash. And you kind of turn your back against the enemy, kind of swing around, and do a parry. And if you parry the enemy's attack, he'll do a counter hit, and then you can go directly into a level 3 uh, Spirit Slash, which actually levels up your attack power at the same time. So, like, really difficult maneuvers to pull off that are incredibly rewarding when they do, because they're so hard to do. Um, the hammer has so many different moves, so holy shit, this is my first time using a hammer and I never knew it has such an arsenal of different moves and like different like uh what is it like variations of how you go into different moves as well. Yeah. So really like the weapons are amazing in this game. They're all so much fun to use.
3: This is the first time I've used the hunting horn and man the buffs you get from that are That's insane.
2: Like uh like what kind of buffs do you, you uh, see yourself using a lot of
3: times? For? Oh man, so yeah. They have this thing. Apparently, it's new in this one. It's called the Encore, where you can chain three songs together. So, let's say a song gives me uh, a small buff of attack, defense, and then maybe let's say uh, wind resistance, which is like when you get when something roars, you don't get stunned. Um, I can play those songs back to back, and then press R two again, and he does the Encore, and it doubles the the buff.
2: Oh wait, wait! So you like doubles the effect of it?
3: Yes. Oh, so dude, that's sick. That's ten percent. So it, it starts off ten percent better attack and defense, and if I encore it, it's twenty percent better attack and defense.
2: Drew, you gotta come and buff me while I kill the monsters, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: I know. Dude. It's <laughs> it's awesome. it. it's so freaking good. And I'm like, dude, if you're in a party
2: mm-hmm.
3: with that with somebody running a hunting horn, that's insane. Yeah. Everybody got twenty so percent better attack. God, <clears throat> I am really excited to jump online with this game. Yeah, dude,
2: you got. You just got to go through the single player a little bit more. And the thing is, uh, like Ken, like if you have issues with uh, single player campaign, what I'll say is that you're gonna get stuck at certain points because, like, I didn't get particularly stuck, uh, stuck but I noticed that things were starting to one shot me, and I was like, I should probably upgrade my armor set. You know, so when you want to upgrade your armor set, you kind of want to get the full set because. A, I'm 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 a little bit OCD about that. I want the full set. And also, you know you get the benefits of all the skills on the armor set. So when you want to do that, you don't want to do that by yourself. You don't want to do the whole, you know, over and over again. So you would hop online, and either you would use a room that says, like, okay, I'm hunting this specific monster. And then people would join in, and then, you know, you would do the monster hunts together. Or you could enlist the help of your friends, and then you could just do a, do a monster hunt uh, several times in a row. And then see how fast and how efficient you guys start killing that thing. And uh, because of these things called investigations. And what these are is that you basically have these specialized randomized missions that pop up. But they, ha- they put different stipulations on you to give you different awards. So for example, this mission, instead of having 50 minutes, you only have 15 minutes to kill this monster. But because of the stipulation, you can actually get three different parts of the enemy uh, of the monster after you beat the mission so you actually ramp up and get your armor set and equipment even faster than you used to before by doing investigations so that's another thing so farming up the monsters that you really want to get the armor set or the weapons for is going to become a part and for those sections i highly recommend you go online either you know you you know you play with your friends or you play with randoms and then there's always going to be games going on because there's a tremendous amount of people playing this game right now
3: as we can see with the PlayStation Network.
2: Yeah, it's kind of going off and on between that and Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Like those Dragon two games Ball. have been blowing it up.
1: Yeah, Dragon Ball is doing really well, and that makes me yeah. happy because that game is super good.
2: But uh, is there anything else anyone else wants to add? Because that would be the end of our Monster Hunter conversation for this week.
3: What would be your favorite weapon to use, Jay? Ugh man, that is, that is
2: really tough. Um, Nah, no, I'm not, dude. Like, my favorite weapon is still the heavy bullgun at the moment. And the reason for that is because I have, like, I go into battle. Uh, like, let me, let me, let me tell you a typical encounter, okay? I'm fighting a Kirin. And Kirin, you, you know what Kirin is, right? Yeah. Kirin is this fucking unicorn horse, asshole, lightning god. And he will wreck your shit. He looks like he's harmless, but, like, he will electrify you, he will stun you, and you will die. And when you fight this thing, it's 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 difficult. He's kind of jumping around all over the place. It's very hard to get a hold of. But my approach with the with him with the gun is that I have this bullet called a slicing slicing shot, right? And what that is is like repetitive damage. I stick like this thing, and it, it explodes, and it does several times, like like ten damage multiple times. So what I would do is that I would always aim for the head. Try to go for stuns. And I would shoot it. And after I run out of the bullets, I would use my radio menu to make more bullets on the fly. So I would be dodging the enemy while making bullets. And after I get my 30 bullets, I would reload. And I would just go into the go into the battle and just do it again. And after he gets weak enough, after I do enough of that, he goes all the way up into the highlands. And I, he's sleeping. At that point, I would t- take out uh, two mega bombs. Two huge-ass bombs. That seems that seems comically large okay and i will put it in his face i will charge up a wyvern blast which is basically this huge explosion of shotgun damage in someone's face and then i will blow him off for about 700 damage altogether immediately following i would lock up a bunch of sleeping bullets and i will put him back to sleep immediately he goes back to sleep i will make two more mega bombs load up another Wyvern Blast and blow him up before he goes into his enraged phase. And things like that you just can't do with any other weapon. Like you know, The variety of things that you can do just by being smart and being prepared and bring bringing all this extra stuff makes your life so much easier so that you don't have to go through his enraged phase, which can be insane. So yeah, I think Heavy bowgun is still my favorite, but boy do I love playing Longsword and Hammer as well because oh, those combos are so satisfying to land. And uh, you just look ridiculous doing it. Like the long sword special attack where you charge up and you kind of like stab your enemy after doing like a like a dashing, you know, dashing attack at them. And then you would jump off off the enemy, just like kind of like stepping on top of the enemy. You slice all the way down doing like 18 repetitive damage to it. And it just looks extremely cool. So I I don't think there is a weapon that I've used yet that I don't like. I've tried other weapons in training mode. And um, it just has led to, like, insane moments. And these what's, moments, yeah, are just, like, really memorable. Like, what's yeah, really
3: cool him. about the hunting horn is yeah. that even when you're playing a song, it's an attack. Yeah, yeah. So you swing a couple of times, load up a song, and then you hit the, the button to play the song. And it's like a blast that he shoots while playing the song. And I got this giant bagpipe, and it's so stupid-looking. <laughs> How's the damage on that thing, anyway? It's not bad. It's it's comparable to like a hammer. Nice. It doesn't have as many combos as mm-hmm. a hammer. In fact, it doesn't have combos at all because you're mainly worried about your songs. Yeah. So.
2: But as a, as a support weapon, you know, you're still doing damage. You're supporting up everyone in your party, including yourself. And you it can still knock big. them out. I mean, it still has stun damage. That uh, that wind resistance is going to be key for fighting certain monsters, dude. Because yeah. man. It's insane how tough some of the monsters get. I think the the part at the near the end of the game, right before you unlock the final battle, is a series of elder dragon fights, and that's gonna be where most people that aren't kind of like really into this game are gonna start quitting because that's where the difficulty ramps up insanely. Like the elder dragons will wreck your shit no matter how good your armor is, you know. After like two hits, so you have to really get good at, at like understanding the patterns. That's where I got stuck. That's where I failed twice. And outside of that, I just kind of cruised my way through the single player campaign. But the Elder Dragons like, were an ordeal. Uh, I was fighting one of the Elder Dragons uh, actually online during the review period, and I, I ended up being paired with this guy from... Um, he said, I think he was a reviewer for RPG site, if you guys know that site. I know but that seems, site. Yeah, see, he seems like a nice guy. Uh, and then we were doing it, and what happened is that in the first ten minutes of the fight, we both died once. That means... If any of us died for the rest of the fight, uh, the mission was over. And for thirty more minutes of that fight, we fought on, knowing that if we if one of us died, we were gonna be you know have to quit the mission and then try all over again. So like we were living on the razor's edge for thirty minutes, knowing that any any hit and he uh, Teostra has an attack that will kill you in one shot too. So it's not like oh you have full health yourself. No no no. You get hit by this attack, you're dead, regardless of how much HP you have. So, like, we fought that thing for 30 minutes, dodging those one-shot kill attacks, like, 15, 20 times. So that kind of intense moment where you're fighting for your life, that's the kind of shit that Monster Hunter can be all about. And uh, there's, there's a lot of those things. It's great. All right. Very nice.
3: Let's yeah.
1: move on. Um, is that it for you, Drew? Yeah, that's it for me. All right. So i to move on to Jay. Do you have anything besides Monster Hunter?
2: Uh, well, I'll, I'll quickly say something about Shadow of the Colossus. I can't say that, um, like what I think of the game so far, because, uh, the review embargo goes on Tuesday, but I'll just quickly say, um, because in preview embargo, um, paid on 20 seconds, I can say some things. <laughs> I will say that Bluepoint is a fucking master when it comes to doing visual design of, like, older classics, Um uh, because it, it retains the feel of, like, the, the classic look, like the visual fidelity of the game retain uh, remains, but at the same time, it's just been upgraded to such a degree that it's like one of the best games I've seen in recent memory. Like the the way the Colossi look, uh, the way they animate, um, and also that that music—it just stands the test of time, man. Like it's still one of the best OSTs of all time. So like you know, climbing on the uh, Colossus and stuff like that—it's really interesting. Uh, I finished a significant part of the game so far. I did a lot of it on stream as well, which was fun. But the thing about it is that, like, I haven't been able to answer the question does, did this game need a remake? You know, because the, the PS3 version of this game, running, running, you know, at a higher fidelity um, and just looking pretty nice as well, it felt like that was enough. And that wasn't too long ago that that game came out. So, it's, it's a weird feeling for me. It's like, I'm enjoying it. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, they did a really fantastic job, it seems like. But at the same time, you have to wonder, like, hmm, I wonder why this particular game, at this particular time, you know, maybe may, maybe they could have waited one more generation in order to do the remake. But at the same time, you know, we all we have to remember that every time a remake is uh, released, there's going to be a whole slew of people discovering it for the first time. Um... Like for example, for me, like I recently watched um, uh, on the in the movie theaters "Murder" and "The Orient Express," and people told me the same thing that I'm saying now. Like, oh, that's the same movie as the original, and the original was like a fantastic movie, and they really didn't need to make this remake. But at the same time, it's because they made this remake that I had the incentive to watch this movie. I didn't know the movie even existed until this remake came out, and because I watched it, I really enjoyed it. You know what I mean? So, maybe that's good enough what do you What do you guys think about remakes in that nature?
1: Oh remakes don't bother me uh, they're, yeah. it, it's people get so upset about remakes, and I'm like, you know who cares if somebody like you said if somebody's discovering it for the first time that's cool yeah because there's you know there's a lot of great games that a lot of people didn't play because let's let 's be fair p s three wasn't the most popular system, so maybe nobody saw that remake you know and PS2 is known for a lot of things, but Shadow of the Colossus is not necessarily one of them, so maybe nobody played it then either, so... I
2: mean, as as much as uh, as well-rated and critically acclaimed Shadow of the Colossus is, it is a game that didn't sell gangbusters. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So, you know, having another remake may be the key for the game to really find this audience for the... You know, for the first time in a lot of different ways. So perhaps in that way. But boy, would I have loved to see like new Colossi, you know, like have like an arena mode of you know the Colossi that were cut from the game. Things of that nature would have like easily justified uh, the existence of this remake without any of this uh, baggage as well. So yeah, that's basically it. I mean, I got another game in for review. um, Radiant Historia. Uh, Me and Drew are huge fans of this game. And uh, I'm I'm excited to go into it because I didn't know that there was actually a a third uh, third timeline. Did you know that, Drew? No. Yeah, dude, a brand new timeline with new characters that actually like echo into your previous uh, timelines by like making things that you did in those timelines affect the third timeline as well. I did not know that.
3: So this is a new one.
2: No, well, it's, like it has it still has the previous storyline, but the third timeline changes things up a, a lot.
3: Was this so, an addition to the new remake?
2: Yeah, this is a brand new addition to the new remake.
3: Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I uh, thought I missed one. I was like, what?
2: No, 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 no. This is this is a brand new addition. So it kind of gives me the vibe of the .hack uh, GU thing where they added a new episode, kind of like an epilogue. So I'm really excited to dive into that. And also they said that uh, you're able to... Go into the playthrough either as the original game without this third timeline or with it from the very beginning. So mm. that's a really nice option to have, especially for someone like us who have in the original game. So um, yeah, it's like I'm very excited after hearing that. There's also additional things like voiceovers. Um, that's really you know nice to have and new character art. I mean, I think the character art for the original game was really good in the beginning, but uh, I'm I'm tr- curious to see what they did with the character designs to see going forward. But that game, you know, me, I think both. N- both Drew and I have also called it the spiritual successor to Chrono Trigger. Is that right, Drew? Have you called it that as well? I sure have. Yeah, yeah. So, And we do not say that in jest. You know, we do not say that lightly. Chrono Trigger is one of the best games ever made. And this is a spiritual successor in our books. Uh, not just in the, the, the subject matter and the high the game plays, but also in the quality. So if you've never checked out Radiant Historia, you know this is this might be the golden opportunity that you've been waiting for.
3: I don't because, think anybody uh, ever did either. That was, like I don't think I've never seen anybody talk about that game.
2: Yeah, yeah, it feels like criminally underrated in a lot of ways. I think uh, outlets gave it a very good score, but you know, the, you know, it didn't really help the, the the sales numbers too much. I understand that JRPGs in general are still kind of niche, but this is one of those games that, like, you should play. And, Drew, did you guys decide whether or not you guys are tackling this for Phoenix Town?
3: We sure are. We're going to do Parasite Eve 2 first. <laughs> oh,
2: interesting <laughs> choice. What, and, uh, what gave you guys that
3: idea? Well, we thought Radiant Historia was coming out in February. It's actually That's the true. end of March. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, we need a game in between there, and we want to kind of stick to the JRPG sense. And he's like, hey, why don't we do Parasite Eve 2? Oh,
1: Lord. So...
3: That's what we're going
1: to do. Are you playing it? Are you playing it? PS One classics on PS Three.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm going to do.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: as someone that's beaten that game twice, I will say it's interesting. It's
1: a weird game. The whole gun system and it's yeah, it's a weird game. Like I liked the first one a lot better because it was more survival horror kind of game. But Mm -hmm. the second one's fine.
2: It's fine. Yeah, it's not. It's not a terrible game, but. There uh, are multiple that, right? endings, though. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: they lean a little more toward, especially with the gun creation. Like, there's a mm-hmm. lot of customization in your guns. I've actually seen that movie.
2: Uh, the Japanese one? Yeah, the yeah. Japanese
1: one. That is a depressing movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've never seen that, but uh, I can imagine that would be depressing.
1: Yeah, it's a very depressing movie.
2: <clears throat> okay, um that's good to know but uh i'm yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to you guys doing dana fiends and discovering this third uh storyline as well because matt well, hasn't played the game at all right
3: he's gonna be playing the ds version
2: Ooh!
3: oh and i'm gonna be playing the one without the third then
2: oh well come on guys you gotta you gotta experience all the new stuff especially for you drew because i think you want to see that right
3: he already owns radiant Historia; <laughs> he's not gonna buy it again
2: it's, it's it's you know It's got better graphics, it's got new voiceovers, it'll be a better experience. I think it's worth it.
3: You I'm gotta not gonna make him, him do that.
2: Convince him, Drew.
3: No. Okay.
1: Peer pressure. You're,
3: you're you can, I'm not. Boom. You're too nice,
2: Drew. Off to nice. the Twitter! Yeah, but, uh, get, get in there. At, 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 uh, was it MG? It's R, oh. R, R E M G S? Yeah.
3: Resident Evil Metal Gear Solid. Yes.
2: At, at him, people. Make him, make oh, Mega Boost! So. Oh,
1: sorry. Oh, God. Man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, other than that, I've been playing uh, this game called uh, Chaos Child, which is uh, another game made by the people that made the Science Gate games. Um, nothing to add since the last time I talked about it. I've been trying to play through that game on stream. Uh, it's weird, because, like, the the same, like, two people will always come on, regardless of the days. Like, they're always there watching me play. They comment there. It's like, I can tell that they're really passionate fans of the game, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, but, um, enjoying the game, it's a it's really slow burn, even for a visual novel. Like, I will play that game for two hours, and it's like, wow, nothing happened in those two hours, you know? <laughs> that's, okay. That sounds
0: like exactly the kind of game that's up my alley. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, like, uh... I just spent two hours playing this, and nothing happened. <laughs>
1: Video game yeah, it's like I can
0: highly, I
2: can definitely. Knowing you, Ryan, you would you would love this game. So oh, I'm sure. Definitely check it out for sure.
0: It sounds but, like it's right up my alley.
2: <laughs> but uh, I'm still enjoying it. I think there it's building up, like meticulously and slowly, but it is building up to something huge. And I'm looking uh, forward to the payoff. Uh, playing that as well. Uh, but that's basically it. You know, just be, just been about the monster hunter, introducing new people. I got to get you guys in, and the uh, I don't think I, re- I even have you on PSN, Ryan. So, like, hit me up with your PSN name so I can add you, and then I'll, when I, like, when you see me on or when I see you on, like, hop into one of my games, I'll add you to the squad, so it's kind of an easy way to see what other squad mates are doing, so you can just kind of join their games easier. I added, um, oh, guess guess who I ran into when I was playing Monster Hunter, guys? Who? Mr. Gambus Khan! Really? (laughs) Yeah! I was playing the game, and he just joins my game himself. I was like, holy shit, is that Jason?
3: Did did he say what's up? What's up? Yeah, he did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard him talk in so long, but yeah. to hear him talking monster Hunter was pretty great. I actually added him to the squad along with someone else as well. So we got to get our get the rest of the crew and we got to get Shelby. Um, you just got to join my uh, lobby at some point and then I'll just add you. That's oh, okay. it. Yeah, it's got as you. simple as that. So, uh, like, Dr- Drew, do you have time after this? You want to join up and like play for a little bit? Sure. Okay, Ryan, how about you, buddy? Uh, no, I'm not going to have time after the show. We've uh, got a sure. million
0: things going on today.
2: Okay. Well, do hit me up with your PSN name so I can add you for later then.
0: Yep. I will. Okay. Well, it's just, I mean, I'll just tell it to you. It's WombatRP. Okay. The name uh, is my name on everything else.
2: Okay. That sounds good. I'll, I'll just add you on that. But uh, that's basically it. Yeah, just Monster Hunter week, baby. And then, boy, am I am I feeling guilty for not being playing uh, a Dragon Ball Fighter Z? am sure you. Ken I'll, has a lot to say about it. I'll tell it. you all and, about that game. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's a game that I'm gonna pick up like next week. I'm gonna buy it. I'm just gonna buy it and yeah, gonna, uh, you, you, play you, it. you should. It's real good. Yeah. Okay, uh, but uh, that's it for me. All right, Wombat.
0: Uh, honestly, we've already talked about everything I played. I do want to uh, mention that I played Iconoclasts as well, yeah. uh, and I really enjoy that game. I, I think it's really good. I really. Um, I've been almost ex- well, actually not almost. I've been exclusively playing it on the Vita. And, uh, it's a nice, um, it's a nice game for that system. I it works very well, I feel like, for that system.
1: Yeah, I really want to go back and play it. I just need to find time. I really like what I played. I played about an hour. I really liked it.
0: Yeah, I definitely, definitely, that's a recommendation. Um... But the, I mean, it's just been that in Monster Hunter for me, and again, most of my Monster Hunter has been watching, um, not even playing. So, um,
2: is that a is that a fun game to watch someone else play? You know
0: what? It honestly, it honestly is. Wow. That's um, good. It, I just I kind of act as spotter, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I'll I'll sit there while he's fighting a monster and just say, hey, make sure you sharpen your sword, or hey, you might want to use a health potion. Um, but it's I mean, it's it's a lot of fun to watch. It's intense. to watch though because you know how it is some of those monsters one or two hits and you're on your butt so um it's uh it's intense to kind of be the spectator a hands-off spectator um and just every now and then have to go watch out you better dodge um (laughs) and stuff like that but he uh he does. He does a pretty good job. So I uh, I can sit back and just enjoy the, the spectacle of it all. Uh, but he like he watched me the one time, and I gotta say my favorite thing about this game mm-hmm. is the monsters fighting each other. Oh, uh, dude, and yeah. the it's so satisfying to be near like almost out of health and like you're just praying for a distraction because <laughs> the monster is all over you and uh to be fighting it and you're like oh man i'm about to die if this thing hits me one more time and then all of a sudden out of nowhere a bigger meaner monster comes in and just starts beating the shit out of the monster you're fighting uh it's so satisfying and it's so like a, okay who you two fight for a minute and uh let me get some health back or let me eat a steak or let me do something to uh, let me sharpen my sword, right? Let me do something to get prepared for when one of you runs away. Um, so that, that I think, is my favorite part of this game, just the monsters fighting each other again. And uh, uh, I will
2: i will add to that real quick, Ryan, is that I thought that the, the, the tougher subspecies monsters always wins the turf war, but guess what? That's not the case.
0: No, it's not true. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it depends on which one of them. It seems like it depends on which one of them sort of gets the upper hand first. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because there will be times when like um, yesterday, Jacob was fighting one of the uh, great Jagras and um, he he was beating on it pretty good. And then all of a sudden, how do you And giraffe, Is that how you pronounce it? The big T-Rex? Uh, thing the comes, Anjanoth. Anjanoth. Yeah, Anjanoth. Uh That thing comes in and the Jagras just immediately jumped in and started biting it and uh, hitting it with its tail. And it took off. It ran away. I was not expecting yeah. that at all. Yeah, I
2: mean, the turf Wars are so good. And the animation for them. Like, I fought a Diablos, and then a the fucking black Diablos came out of nowhere. And they lock horns, and they start oh, pushing man. and pulling at each other. And eventually, one of them knocks him aside and just roars like fucking T-Rex from Jurassic Park. It's that's a awesome. spectacle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I'm uh, I, I'm a huge fan. And again, I, I played a lot of the beta, obviously. I watched a ton of it yesterday. I have played some of it. Um, I'm a huge fan of what they've done in this series. And um, for me, cause I didn't, I didn't play um, generations or four uh, on the three DS. So for me, um, the bulk hundreds of hours of, of time in freedom unite. Um, that's where the bulk of my monster hunter experience is from. So the bulk of my Monster Hunter experience is well behind even some of the other quality of life improvements that they put in in 3DS games. So going from Freedom Unite to this is uh, crazy how much more user-friendly it is to play. And uh, it has me you know, taking some chances that I wouldn't have taken before uh, with weapons and stuff like that. Uh, I never would have tried to play range before in Freedom Unite just because the controls are so... Fidgety mm-hmm. uh, but this game it feels great uh, I mean again I, I mentioned the, the the bow move where you can run up a wall and jump off and uh, shoot stuff that that move just makes that weapon feel so much cooler even if there you know are limited opportunities to actually pull it off in a real fight right. um, I never would have tried that before. Uh, I think the the slinger I know we mentioned it already I think it makes a huge difference if you know how to use it the right way. I think it can make your fights a lot easier if you know what to put in there when and uh, what to do with it. So I, um, I, I'm a huge fan of this game. And not to mention, it looks fantastic. Um, nice. I, I would recommend, uh, obviously, to anyone who has a pro. Um, you know, I know a lot of people play it on frame rate just because mm-hmm. uh, that's probably the best gameplay. But from a graphics standpoint, the resolution mode is, is much better, I think, than the graphics mode. Um, the you, graphics have a, mode you have a 4K TV RPG. and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I have a 4K I have a 4K TV downstairs that I play on, like, when we're on the podcast. And then my TV upstairs that I play on most of the time is 4K and HDR. Um, and uh, this, this game looks amazing uh, in resolution mode uh, with HDR. It looks... It's gorgeous. Um... But the the graphics mode is not good. Uh, It it does add to some of the foliage and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. it's all blurry. So it doesn't it doesn't look as good. I've
1: noticed that both the the frame rate and graphics modes are a little blurry. Yeah. And as soon as you like switching to resolution mode, is the only switch that requires you to reset the game. Yep. And there is a big difference when it comes back up. It looks
0: real sharp. Yeah, and I, um, I, you know, I I have thought, I thought when I was first booting it up, I'm like, man, maybe I should play on frame rate just in case, because frames are really important in this game. But I haven't had any issues yet, um, even in resolution mode with the frame rate. Now, granted, maybe it's just because I don't have as much stuff going on. I haven't played it in multiplayer yet, so uh, maybe I'll change my tune. But uh, so far, resolution mode seems to be working really well. Yep. Jay, what are you playing on?
2: I'm playing on uh, frame rates at the moment, but, you know, that's mostly because me kind of feeling the burn of having to play on, like, sub-30 for so many years that I'm just loving the smoothness. But I also don't have a 4K TV at the moment, Ryan, so I don't think resolution mode would uh, really benefit me as much. But I would love to see the game eventually uh, once I do. Uh, And uh, I will say that the game still looks good, uh, uh, you know, just on frame rates. Just because of the animations of everything just being so smooth
0: yeah, and I gotta say so obviously this the the, the monsters are always the star of these games
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they've done a tremendous job on monster design but most importantly monster animation um, they all um, they all animate differently and um, you know the the I can't remember what you said it was called the silver fox. Uh, the kind of Toby Kodashi. Yeah. Uh, that thing moves and acts and behaves completely differently than the other monsters you fought up to that point. And um, uh, just it, it was cool. For, the coolest part of it, and this seems kind of silly, but the coolest part of that fight to me was fighting it and thinking that I've got its move set down. And then all of a sudden it runs up a tree mm-hmm. and jumps off and it's got freaking flying squirrel wings. <coughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was not expecting that at all. Uh, so that that was one of those moments where it's like, oh crap, this guy can, this guy can come flying at me too. Um, so yeah, I, I the monster design is amazing. They've done a tremendous job there.
1: It'd be great uh, if when he flew off the tree, he was like, and now for something you'll really enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, uh, before we actually go away from monsters for good for this week. Um, they announced a new DLC. the The Alloy DLC is already out for the yep. um uh, the uh you know. Did you try that at all? I think you should be able no, to do it starting.
0: You gotta be um you gotta be Hunter Rank uh, five to five. to it up oh, yet. Okay. So oh. um I, Jacob is now I think Hunter Rank five, but um uh, I have I'm I'm still Hunter Rank one. I haven't done anything yet with my character. So um I've gotta gotta get myself leveled up before the eighth so I can do all that stuff.
2: Did you see the next uh, bit of little DLC content that's coming the, out?
0: The Street Fighter stuff? The
2: Street Fighter Ryu and Sakura thing?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it looks
2: so that. silly but it it's does awesome. It ridiculous.
0: Yeah. But uh, I also saw that Street Fighter is getting Monster Hunter DLC. Yeah, yeah uh, costumes. Well. costumes. Uh, for Ken, yeah. for um, Armika, and for Ibuki? No. I thought yeah, one of them was
1: literally Monster Hunter.
0: Huh? Yeah, There's
1: a character in NBC that's Monster Hunter.
0: Oh, an MVC. Yeah, there's i I'm talking about in Street Fighter Five. Oh, I'm sorry. Doing, Street Fighter Five. They're doing yeah. costume DLC mm-hmm. for Street Fighter Five, where Ken gets like full Monster Hunter uh, armor with a long sword on his back, um, uh, and then Armika gets something, and I think it's Ibuki that gets something too. I'm not sure which the characters are, but uh,
2: the fact that they're doing the crossover event, that's like one of the reasons. Like, yeah, you have, you own both properties, use them. You know, it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well they've got I, don't they have um
0: don't they have Mega Man armor? Too? I was gonna say I just some other
2: stuff coming out, and new monsters as well. Um yeah. Next week maybe I'll talk about what happens after you beat the, the story mode and the HR rank, but I'll just, you know, keep it keep that information for myself for the
0: week.
1: I I just want my palico to be Mega Man. That's what I want. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Start giving like, you e-tank power ups for healing. right? Yeah, I'm less. I'm less interested, honestly, in this uh, in the Horizon DLC. I'm less interested in the fact that my hunter can look like Aloy. I'm more interested in that um, the awesome uh, the uh, armor for the yeah the watcher. Yeah, armor it looks That's good. good.
1: They're already selling a bunch of DLC. That was kind of yeah. Yeah, but the, the, the all, gestures
0: and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, no, there's there's actual armor on there too.
0: I don't know about armor. There's a
1: there's a deluxe pack that comes with an armor set, and I was right. like, hey. "Oh, isn't that
0: the one that came with the deluxe edition?" It might be. Yeah, I think it's the same armor that came with the deluxe edition. Yeah, I saw uh, it so on there. I tell you what, the pre order armor is great to start out. Um, it's not. I don't like the way it looks that much, but it's yeah. got um, a lot more defense than your basic starting armor does.
1: Yeah, us, us plebs had to you know, freaking upgrade armor before I got any of that. I'm pre. Well, that's.
0: <laughs> you got
2: you got you got to earn it, man. But I will say that that pre-order armor gets outshined after
0: like two hours of gameplay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just it's mean as a, affordable. as a, um, it's a nice boost to yeah, uh, yeah. for your first mission or so. Mm-hmm, Sure. All right. Anything else? Nope. That's right. it.
1: I'll run through this quick since we started late. But uh, yeah, Monster Hunter. I played a lot of. I did check out Blizzard World. Like I gotta say, I don't like it. Mm. <clears throat> the map feels very claustrophobic which is so, weird so you like
2: you like the way it looks and what it has just don't like the feel of the map yeah i don't you know, i don't like, like the form. flow
1: i don't like the flow mm. like the beginning okay. part is fine um but once you get in that little hallway that that part's kind of boring it's it's too easy to push um but yeah I, visually it's cool um the new skins are pretty rad i had like a bunch of coins so i was able to buy most of them which was good uh, I played Celeste. Everybody was talking about Celeste. So I oh yeah, it up. I
2: heard a lot of good things. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, I only played for like a half hour. I I bought it like on launch day, real late at night, and I just played about a half hour. It reminds me a lot of Super Meat Boy. Okay. So you get like a room, and then there's a puzzle in that room. Um. Also, it's it definitely is is spot on control wise, like Meat Boy is. So it feels really mm-hmm. good to play. Um. I, I, Unfortunately, it's one of those games that everybody was talking about, like it was one of the greatest things since sliced bread. Yep. And I played it, and I'm like, it's good, but I don't think it's like revolutionary or, or a classic in any stretch of the imagination. It's got great music. It does have great music. Um, and it plays really well. But, I mean, it's... It is what it is. Like It, it just feels like Meat Boy. I like Meat Boy better, uh-huh. but it's... There's nothing that's going to blow your mind about it.
2: Okay, so it's just a very competent, like, challenging 2D. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, one of those games. Okay. That's yeah, cool. I mean,
1: there's there's some really cool stuff you can do in it, um, especially if you're trying to get like all the bonus items per per room. Like some of those are super challenging to get, but yeah, it's just it's just a really well polished 2D kind of platformer action game. So, nice. But it's it's good. It's I think it was 20 bucks, and I, I would have felt a little better at ten or fifteen, but that's just me. And then the other game I play a lot of is this is Dragon Ball Fighting Game. You know, the funny thing is, the
2: one that is the least bit of a fan of Dragon Ball is the one, the only one that played it this week. Yeah,
1: yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know, like in the email chain, I, I don't know these fuckers. Now. I know Goku.
2: I think I think Drew was trying to uh, explain to you what who Captain Ginyu was for like three emails. Yeah, I don't, he was like, I don't care.
1: I don't care. I know there's a cat dude and there's a bald dude with an eye on his forehead and there's a guy in like some long coat that like just punches people and this game is rad as shit, dude.
2: Yeah, it, it looks so good, dude. It's
1: it's it's running in 4K on Xbox One X because it's enhanced. Mm. Oh my god. Like, it is just beautiful to look at. Um, I really like the way it plays, too. Like, this, I can see where people will get, like, really deep into it, but Mm -hmm. it's also really easy to pick up and play because it's essentially Mm auto-combo. So each, you've got three attacks, light, medium, and heavy, and then you've got a special move button, which is, like, the A or X button. And that essentially just, like, throws a fireball. But you can also do a motion with that button to do, like, a stronger fireball. Um, there are several different kinds of moves. So, like, any of the the medium and the light attacks, if you mash them at a character, they'll do an auto-combo. Um, the heavy attack is kind of like a knockback, so if you hit them with that, like, at the end of it, like, if that's the last hit, they'll go flying into a fucking mountain, which is fantastic. Um... You can charge up your super meter by holding down uh, the um, fireball button and light attack. And you can teleport behind your character by pressing heavy and medium. And then you can continue a combo when you teleport, which is really kind of cool. Um, I don't know if it's like a preset button, but like pulling the right trigger does like this lock on dash attack that starts mm-hmm. a combo, which is really cool. Uh, super... Do you have to use a meter for that? No, no, that's just a that's just a standard kind of move. Okay. So like you like you can close the gap in the fight by just pulling that. And then like your character, like no matter where they are, in the air, on the ground, wherever, you pull that, they'll kinda of home in on the other character and then you can start a combo if they're not blocking. Uh super moves are as simple as like a down to forward motion and then pressing either the right uh R, R bumper or right trigger. Mm-hmm. So, super moves are super easy to pull off. They all are based on your power meter, which goes up to five, I think. You can get five levels a meter. Um, but it's just super flashy and super fast. Um, if I had a complaint about it, it would be the main menu. So, it throws you into a lobby with all the stuff that uh, you right. can do. So, there's like a local battle, online battle story mode, practice, all that stuff. But you walk around as a little avatar to each of the areas to play. Um, so you
2: would prefer like a straight menu is yeah yeah like
1: okay. I, I don't feel yeah. the need for this this like lobby system I, I guess I get it for like you know playing with other people and stuff but if I'm just playing story mode and single player mode and stuff like that I don't it's nice you can just pull the left trigger and select which mode you want
2: oh okay so there is at least that that's yeah
1: good. yeah you don't have to walk there you can just pull it and then they'll teleport over to it is um, but I, I still feel like that's a solution to a problem that shouldn't have been there I just feel like a, a menu would have been fine. The lobby would have been good for online play, but I don't need it outside of that. Yeah. Um, there are loot boxes. They're all entirely cosmetic. They give you stickers and emotes and, and mm-hmm. things like that for your character. They give you new little characters to walk around with. There's no as. like
2: costumes for the characters or anything like that, yet, right? No, there's
1: no costumes. There are colors. Those come out of the loot boxes, but not costumes. Sure. Um I don't know anything about the characters. There's apparently a lot more characters than what I have, and I'm trying to play through the story mode. I'm assuming that's where you unlock them.
2: How is the story mode, by the way? The
1: story mode is it's fine. It's not a typical arc game. Like there's a lot of fights, whereas mm-hmm. in some of the other arc games, like uh, Guilty Gear
2: is basically a movie. Right?
1: Yeah, it's essentially a movie, and there is cutscenes in this, and they're all in engine, and they look really good. Um, but there's a lot of fights in this. Like there's this. Uh, Like, uh, you get, like, this map that you can move around on, and you select where you want to go on the map, and on that map, you'll get a little cutscene, and then you'll do a fight. And a lot of times, they'll do a little tutorial in there to show you some of the stuff you can do in the game. So that's kind of cool. I don't know nothing about Dragon Ball, so, like, watching these cutscenes, I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about.
3: So (laughs) does it go through the whole story
1: of Dragon Ball? From what I understand, I don't know anything about Dragon Ball, but from what I understand, this is based on Super.
3: Okay, so this is. A I, n- I have nothing. I have no knowledge of Super. The only Super super's cool, man. Should watch it.
1: the uh, The storyline is that you wake up as Goku. He apparently doesn't know who he is. Uh, somebody's possessing him.
3: Yeah, that's definitely not Dragon Ball Z.
1: So that's the that's how the story starts. And yeah. it, and, and beyond that, it's just a bunch of guys with spiky hair yelling and throwing giant flashy fireballs for me. Like it, it's totally over my head. I'm like, I, I don't know.
2: <laughs> That's do fine. you find yourself uh do you see yourself finishing the story mode in order to unlock the rest of the characters, or do you see yourself kind of done with this game now
1: no no no, no no! i 'm going to finish the story mode to unlock the characters, and i 'm having a ball with it. the arcade mode is man what is the arcade mode then? so the arcade like, mode it... has um has different tiers, so like there's a three five and nine character matches mm. you go through them um every time you lose your score goes down, so like your multiplier uh... and, like you get less score every time you lose. Yeah. Um, the, once you beat one tier it unlocks a hard version um, I'm pretty good of getting through every fight until the last fight, and in the last fight I feel like I just never touched the ground and the computer just fucking rolls me so that's a little frustrating, it feels like the difficulty ramps up way too fast on the last fight, but I, I keep going back to it, which speaks volumes for the game itself, so like I don't get frustrated and turn it off, I just hit continue or I start the, roll, the run over so that I don't lose my score so, but the fighting itself is just super fun. Like, it reminds me of back when I first played M V VC2.
2: Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a lot of, that's a big compliment to make. What uh, characters do you see yourself uh, gravitating
1: towards? I have no fucking, I couldn't tell you their names. If you, if you like, held a gun to my <laughs> head, I couldn't tell you their, like I said, I I, I played as the cat. I like him. He's fun. yeah. Okay. Um, the guy that I tried to describe to you with the long kind of coat, the purple, or is he blue or something? Uh, like that? so
2: Beerus and Hit. Okay, what's the last one?
1: Uh, I've also tried Android 20, not 21, was it 17? I don't Android, know. Android, uh, 18, yeah. 18, like her tag partner is 17. 17 I don't yeah. fucking know. The dude with the sword is kind of cool. Funks, yep. trunks. Yeah, I don't, like, those are the characters I've kind of gravitated towards. They're alright. <laughs>
3: Okay, that's cool. You kind of like all the super characters.
1: <laughs> I, I, dude, I'm just picking Like, most of, like, I was kind of joking. My wife was watching me play it, and, like, there's five characters on the main screen that look the fucking same. They all have the same fucking blonde, spiky hair. Like, can you tell which one's different? She's like, those are different characters? I'm like, yes, those are different. She's like, they all look the same. I'm like, I know.
2: That's just only because you guys are uncultured. You don't you just don't understand you what's don't, yeah. so good about.
1: Oh uh, yeah, no, no, spiky blonde hair, dude. Like all you see is those are they're very different. <clears see? throat>
2: this is Vegeta from Timeline Two. Oh like, yeah, this
1: like this somebody gets into that conversation, thing. like I just want to slap you <laughs> upside the face, like dude, don't, don't. Yeah, be you that deserve guy. it. Yeah, sure. Don't be do. that guy, like I, you know, I don't watch Dragon Ball. I'm sure they're different. Mm-hmm. The difference is that you care and I don't. Mm-hmm. but like from an animation perspective like they look the fucking same they have blue eyes, they have blonde hair it's spiky
3: how dare you insult Akira Toriyama how dare you say uh, whatever, I love Blue when Dragon you, when you insult Japan, Glorious Nippon uh, the only <laughs> thing that you can do is repentance
2: guess what, Ken is a traitor, it's a, traitor. Is a traitor he's a traitor
3: I don't know what you know about the Japanese culture. I'm an expert.
1: You,
2: you, oh,
3: know, what, you know what I
1: know? I was playing this game before you fucking weeaboos even had a chance to touch it.
3: <laughs> hey, man. Suck it. Suck yeah, it. Yeah. Nah, have, so have you played online?
1: No, no, no. I'm going to do it a couple times before for my review, before I write it. But I'm assuming as soon as I plug into online, I'm just going to get bodied. You're going to get fucking
3: murdered. Yeah,
1: I, <laughs> I, I totally expect that, and that's fine. Usually when I review a game that I don't plan to play online afterwards, I'll play ten matches just to kind of get a feel, yeah. uh, and then I'll probably never play it again
2: online. Like, uh, okay, oh, well, Drew, I, I said that I'm going to pick this game up basically next week, or at least the week after that. Are you picking this game up at some point? You're a big fan <laughs> of Dragon Ball too.
3: Yeah, I'm probably going to pick it up. I don't know when, though. I mean, Monster Hunter, and then on top yeah. of that, I'm doing Phoenix Down games. You know, I've still gotta play Nino Cooney. Which you're really excited for. (laughs) And I really don't want to play Nino Cooney because I have Monster Hunter. Well that's not Uh,
1: the reason you don't want to play Nino Cooney.
3: (laughs) That's that's one of the reasons. There's many reasons why I don't want to play Nino Cooney.
1: Yeah. I love that game. I I don't know.
2: Well, at least you'll be able to review Nino Kuni too. So
1: yeah, yeah, that's coming. I am not. That's coming pretty <laughs> soon. To review Nino Kuni too, and they call up Drew and be like, Drew, your Nino Kuni two is here. It's time for you to that's write that right review.
3: I I really don't want to play that game. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, I, you know, I I don't know. It's weird because I didn't I didn't like Nino Kuni one as much as everyone else, but I didn't hate it like you seem to be. So it's weird.
3: I just really dislike that combat like so much. Okay, that's fair.
1: All right, uh, but no, that's it. Uh, if you have any love for Dragon Ball buy this game if you have any love for fighting games buy this game
3: that sounds like me then it's yep, super yep.
1: F- I mean I know nothing of Dragon Ball you've heard me comment on it here I have no affiliation with that I have no love for that series but fuck if that's not one of the best fighting games I've played in a long time
3: I really suck at Arc System work games though
1: it does not matter this is uh this is a simplified Persona Arena
3: Persona Arena is pretty simplified
1: exactly yeah. This game okay. is very easy to play. Like, I'm pulling off flashy shit with no problem. Okay. It's good. It's real good.
3: I'm playing another Arc System Work game right now, too, and I can't talk about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Anime Fighters. Remember when those were, like, every other week? Here's a new Anime yeah. Fighter. I'm glad that kind of died off.
3: And yet the tournaments are still playing Melty Blood for gross. Oh, God. God Melty hey, man. Blood. If you have a
2: laptop, it doesn't matter where you are. It's Melty Blood time, right? <laughs> in the bathroom, at the subway, it doesn't even matter, okay? In the, oh wait. In the bathroom inside of a subway, that's, that's prime location for evil. Evil melty blood, right there.
3: Step into the cage.
1: I
2: I don't don't even know exactly for fucking melty blood. Fucking melty blood players are extreme, dude. They'll play anywhere and everywhere. I I know.
1: I'd be afraid of those people.
2: You should
0: be. You you should be.
1: All right. Let's talk about what's coming out this week. We've got Call of Call of Duty World War Two: The Resistance La Resistance. Cold Iron. Cold Iron of okay. Final Fantasy N.T. Remember that yeah, game? It's yeah, it's coming out.
2: Is any of us reviewing that, by the way?
1: Uh, we'll have a code if anybody wants to fight for it. No fighting. <laughs> no <laughs> fighting. Bad. Okay. So maybe so, we're not doing anything, maybe, 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 maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll uh, draw some straws. So we're going to review that game. Possibly. We'll see. Uh, UFC 3 Champion Edition is on Tuesday. And as we mentioned, Friday is the official release. Out of Ammo. That doesn't sound like a very fun game. Uh, Railway Empire.
3: Oh, man. Yeah.
1: Some Managing some, some trains, Drew. Striker's Edge. Okay. Oh. Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, The Diaries of Agent Silent something. That's uh, which di- is this? A, is that the second DLC for Wolfenstein Two? Yes, that is the okay. second chapter of the three.
2: Maybe I'll check it out. I really like Wolfenstein Two, so I'll check it out when they're all out. Maybe at some point.
1: Yeah, that's uh, this is the second. So the third one's probably about a month or two away. Okay. Cool. Uh, Wolverblade is coming to Xbox One and PS4. It's been out on Switch for a while. Uh, Wolverblade? Wolverblade. It's a side-scrolling beat 'em up. It's pretty good. Interesting. Uh, all right. That's all that one. Let's move on to the next one. Anything over here? Uh,
2: Assemblance. Oh, I I think I played Assemblance as a point on PC. Yeah, uh, I thought it was neat.
1: It's on coming to Xbox this week. Um, the Switch is getting uh once again a bunch of indies. Her Majesty Spiffing, Island Flight Simulator, Night in the Woods, Links oh. Enhanced Edition. Sky. Not in the
2: woods for Switch is really
3: nice.
1: Yep. Skyforce Reloaded and SteamWorld Dig. Yeah, I didn't forget to say the two. It's the first one.
3: That's a good game, so... Wait,
2: SteamWorld Dig 2? I thought it has already been out. This is SteamWorld
1: Dig.
3: The first one. The first one. Oh, okay.
1: So they're bringing the first one to the Switch. That's <laughs> it. Nothing for 3DS this week. Uh... P- God damn first one is good p c games food monster and animals memory match
2: all right I think I have an idea of what that game is, but that's still a funny title
1: uh here's one for all of the dirty clicker players It's the forbidden clicker party it's
3: like, I just I,
2: I just want to know when Bloody Boobs 2 is coming out. You know, We haven't heard <laughs> a peep about the sequel. The highly anticipated sequel of a game that we've been really looking forward to. Holy so.
3: fucking shit. I it's can't... been a while since I logged into Steam. I've got six items in my inventory. What is this?
2: So... Probably like coupons and crap.
1: <laughs> Coupon. Uh, Horse Riding Deluxe is coming out for PC this week. <sighs> Man, there is not a game on this list That, like, I've heard of or have any desire to play. There is a game coming out called Aimtastic. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, news, 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 news. Paragon. Remember that game?
2: Yeah, vaguely.
1: It's going away. Yep. epic Games oh, yep. announced they're that they're shutting are, it down. Huh? They're shutting down yep.
2: and giving full refunds. Yep. That that is the craziest part to me that they're giving full refunds to people that spent any money in that game. That is kind of awesome actually.
1: Yeah, it's great. <laughs> they they have no they have no they they don't have to do that. No, no, they
2: really don't. Like legally speaking, they're not obligated to do that at all. Um it just seems incredibly responsible. Like that's a decent thing to do for people that spent a lot of money on characters and cosmetics. They're no longer going to be able to play the game, sure, because it's a purely online experience. But there's no guarantee that any of these online games are ever going to be, you know, along for the ride for so long that if every mobile game that shut down gave full refunds, like, they they would go bankrupt immediately.
1: Yeah.
3: So Take a look is, at uh, Marvel Heroes.
2: Did, uh... did he give you a refund on that? No, 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 not at all. Like, this they... is, I think, the first time I've seen a full refund for a game like this. Marvel
1: Heroes on console did give refunds.
3: Oh, they did? Okay. Yes, yes. They...
1: So any of the stuff that you bought, they they gave you uh, credit, at least. Um, did that game ever come out of Early Access, uh, Paragon?
2: Um, I believe so. I mean, it was released on PS4. I think that's when the game was, like, about 1.0.
1: Okay, because, I mean, I know PS4 doesn't usually do Early Access games, but Fortnite, yeah. Fortnite's on there. Oh, I'm
2: just saying. That's true. So, so Fortnite is... Fairly polished, and it seems you know. It is, but it's know.
1: still not out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I still guess. have to buy it's... access to the horde mode, which is hilarious. Because nobody, so is nobody Epic wants Games that. make that? Yeah, Epic Games. They make both of those games, Fortnite and Paragon.
3: And w- did they just say there's nobody playing Paragon? So I,
1: I don't. I didn't read the actual down. statement, but I'm assuming that game was really hard to get into. It's one of the most beautiful games I ever played, mm-hmm. but it's also extremely hard to get into.
2: It's like a third-person MOBA just like Smite, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's
1: not as user-friendly as Smite. Okay. So,
2: well Smite is, doesn't look as good as Paragon did. No, so...
1: no, no. Smite had a completely different like art style, but mm-hmm. you know, Paragon was super like complex and hard to get into for at least for me. Uh Ghost Recon Wildlands is adding loot boxes?
2: I I was actually shocked that there wasn't some in the first place. So, no, no
1: that game kind of launched before that whole craze oh. got big, so okay. now they're going to go back and rectify that mistake.
2: Okay, what's going to be contained in said loot boxes? I, hell, I'll, I'll, I know. <laughs> There's
1: probably guns and, and cosmetics and stuff, who knows. It's like,
2: I was kind of curious about checking the game out, I am no longer curious about checking that game out, so there you go.
1: I like that game, but it definitely gets boring re- relatively quick.
3: Yeah, it gets hard too.
1: Yeah, the predator. I never did kill the predator, by the way. I tried. That's like what's in it. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Games with gold were announced. Uh, was it Shadow Warrior? Split second. Uh, I'm I'm drawing a blank on the other two. Crab. I can't remember.
2: Um, speaking of Xbox, you're gonna talk about the big Xbox news, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wait that's,
1: for that. that's a big one. Um. Yep, yep. God, what is the other two games?
0: Um, I can't remember what they were.
1: I don't either. It's killing me. Maybe I'll get to them at some point in this news. Uh, here's another one. Ubisoft not only adding loot boxes to Ghost Recon, but you want to talk about... What, what, if we did awards for funny things, this mm-hmm. would win the award for most ballsy move by a publisher. They're raising the price of Rainbow Six Vegas. Siege. Uh, what? It's oh, sorry, said, not Vegas Siege. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So it's going up to sixty dollars <laughs> after it had come down from sixty dollars.
3: The reason why it it got popular was because you lowered the price.
1: Yeah, and you supported and, it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and now you're raising the price again because it got popular.
1: Yeah.
3: <sighs> Fuck off. Ubisoft?
1: <laughs> Ubisoft in other news has announced season 5 of For Honor yeah that game's still going wait uh, people still play that game? yeah wow. and they're bringing dedicated servers oh. <laughs> why? why so late why not just start
2: with it that was one of the biggest complaints lag infested that game's multiplayer and that's one of the reasons why so many people quit if they had it from the beginning they would have kept the install base and this game would have been immensely successful going forward
0: uh, Too much logic, Jay.
1: God of War got a release date. It's
0: 420, yep. blaze and a, it! And a sweet-ass trailer. Yeah. Oh, wait, there was a trailer for God of War?
1: Yeah, it was with the oh, dude, was release it. date announcement. Yeah. Oh, let me
0: I see. liked it a lot. I thought the trailer was awesome. Uh,
1: okay, I'll watch it
0: after the podcast.
1: I got the games with gold here. It is... Split second... Uh, crazy taxi.
3: Yeah,
0: shadow, crazy taxi. That was the only. shadow
1: warrior and Assassin's Creed Chronicles India.
2: Uh, I like split second for what it is. That, yep. That's a cool game.
1: Yeah, split second's a great game. Yeah, um, uh, <clears> kind of bouncing around the Xbox news. We'll do that last. It's a pretty big one.
3: Did anybody play the Sea of Thieves beta? I did. Oh what
1: yeah, did why didn't you? Yeah, talk what about did again? you think
3: about that? I forgot about that.
1: It's good, but dude, I ain't playing that by myself. That game is not fun by yourself.
2: Uh, you didn't play with? Uh, was that David?
1: No, Man no, days. none of us, none of us ever got like together to play it. Uh, um, okay, but like, even like getting your ship, like moving, dude. I need at least three people just to do that. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs>
2: that? So this game is just completely on single player friendly is what you're saying?
1: Yeah, I would not play this okay. by myself. There's there's right. no way. There is no, There was no way. Was was, no, no, no way. No way I'm playing no. this by myself because it is, it is cool. Like I like the idea behind it but I need people to play it with for sure. Um, Here's one. David Jaffe's Bartlett Jones Supernatural Detective Agency, the developer, okay. uh, is majority of the gaming staff is being laid off.
3: I'm drawn to death, man.
1: They were working on a new game that they were getting ready to announce, and I'm assuming that thing's not going to see the light of day now.
2: It's unfortunate. Always oh, sad to hear about that studio closing down.
1: Yep, I really wish they they would just let him make a new twist of Metal.
3: He already did that. And I know, but you see, but make you see a, what happened.
1: Make one that's not online focused, please. Let him remaster TM2. Oh my god!
3: Give it to me. I don't know if those games are relevant now.
1: I would play it. I played Twisted Metal Black just recently. I wonder what that is like. Do people just not
2: like vehicle vehicular combat at this point? It, it was a gen- Like
1: it was a genre of its time.
2: Yeah, I suppose so. Like, yeah. Can we name some other genres of its time that's no longer popular?
1: There's been plenty. I would just have to think about it. I think rail fighting shooters. games. Yeah. Uh, rail shooters. Rail shooters. Yeah, were yeah big. that's true.
2: That, I mean, they, we had a string of those for a long time, right? In arcades, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, obviously, also music games. like Light gun games. games. Yeah. Games, those were
1: right. big
3: things. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Um,. Not too many puzzle games nowadays.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Puzzle games has always been niche, though. Like uh, to like limited to like you know, Professor Layton and stuff like that on you know, 3DS. Well,
1: I'm thinking like Tetris.
3: Tetris. Uh, uh, That's a pretty niche game.
1: Yeah. Sure. Well I mean, Most, like, I, they think, don't... I think
3: it's one of the best-selling games of all time. <laughs>
1: it is, but they don't make those kind of games anymore.
3: It's true. Like, I think people just want more, more like Tetris. Huh? Yeah, that's true. Tetris came out. Yeah,
2: recently. but th-
1: that was just one game, you know what I mean? Like we used to have yeah. like on the original PlayStation there was like what like 50 puzzle games.
2: You remember on the Vita there was different puzzle games too. There was one that like had that wipe screen wipe thing that goes left and right. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Luminous, I think. Luminous. Awesome. Yeah, Luminous. Crap out of Luminous. Luminous. Yeah, that's it's a cool a game. game. Um, I
3: used to love a game called Planet Puzzle League. It I was on that? the DS. Yeah.
1: yeah. Intelligent Cube, bitches.
2: Intelligent oh yeah, Cube. yeah. That game was actually pretty cool. That was a PS3 game, right? No, no. Intelligent Cube was a PS1. PS1.
0: PS1? Really? Didn't they
1: have an Intelligent Cube-like game on PS3? They made Intelligent Cube 2. I think it was PS2. Oh, I must be misremembering. Yeah, Intelligent Cube was the little guy standing on the big blocks, and they were rolling towards him. Mm -hmm.
3: What was that black and and white game that was a puzzle game where you were like on stairs? Echo Chrome.
1: Yeah, Echo Chrome. The perspective game, yeah.
0: That was a cool game. That was a cool that was, game. That was very
3: uh, uh, unique. Yeah, I like that game. I guess the newest puzzle game you can probably consider would be The Witness.
2: Oh, yeah. That's definitely yeah. a puzzle game for sure, right?
3: Yeah. I, you know puzzles?
2: what? I I picked up Witness during a sale, and I still haven't booted it
0: up yet. It's like, I don't going to get onto it.
3: <laughs> I think you would enjoy the crap out of that game.
2: Yeah, that's what I, that's what I've been told every time. So it's like, oh, I should play
0: it. Buddy. You know, it's another you know, it's another uh, genre of its time, but that is slowly starting to make a comeback. Adventure games.
1: Yeah, I, I think they made a comeback, and then everybody realized nobody wanted them. Because remember, we were getting a ton of them a few years ago.
3: All the Telltale games.
1: Yeah, and also there was like uh, Tim Schafer redid all of his. Yep. They did the Kickstarter for Broken Age. Um, was it Ron Gilbert did Thimbleweed Park? Yeah, like a bunch of them were coming, and then like they kind of stopped because they weren't selling.
2: Uh well, the thing about this, like, if you have to not be delusional, delusional about the amount of games you're gonna sell, with sure, them, right? sure. But, yeah, like those are very niche titles, and I think for the amount that it costs to make a game like With Park, it sold well enough to be profitable. But I mean, you know, you're not gonna break like over like you know 200k with a game like that. But when you talk about games like Night in the Woods. Which can be considered an adventure game, you know, lacks basically lacks combat. It's basically a story-driven adventure game, and that game was in a lot of people's game of the year uh, game of the year list for 2017, one of the most stacked years of all time. So I think there is still an audience for it. I think they're going to continue making it because I feel like people are looking for more stories in video games nowadays, and adventure games kind of cater towards those uh, individuals, especially. So hopefully they'll keep making them because I, I sure like them.
3: A lot of that genre is actually morphed into like survival horror stuff, like amnesia and stuff like that. Though that's true. Um,
2: what was the? Uh, I mean, they made Soma. What's the next game what they're gonna make? I, I, I don't haven't know. heard anything from them.
3: They haven't they're, said anything.
2: They're good developers, man. I'm looking forward to their next game.
1: I thought they announced their next game, but maybe I'm misremembering that. Mm-hmm.
3: Who? Who was that? That was um,
1: uh,
3: name of that company. Oh, God,
1: I don't remember. I yep. know that
3: they didn't do Amnesia Two. No,
1: they yeah. only did the first one.
3: Yeah, uh, was it uh the China Company? The Chinese company. Chinese Room. Chi- Chinese, Chinese room. room. Yeah. Yeah. They they did uh, <laughs> the China Company. Pigs.
2: <laughs> uh speaking of Amnesia, you could you could I think you could pick it up for free at uh G O G for a time. Like Which one? Both free. Both both of the games are free for you to just you know. The
3: Amnesia up. games? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The first one's good. Second one, not so much.
2: Uh, I enjoy the second one, but the second one is more of just like a story compared to, you know, the first game had a, a lot of different puzzle elements to it as well, which was
3: enjoyable.
1: Uh, we Happy Few has been delayed, and the developers removed the option to pre-order the game.
3: That doesn't sound good.
1: Nope. It doesn't. It does not. And I, I... played. I played that game. I did not like that game.
3: What is that game?
1: It's trying to be uh procedurally generated Bioshock is kind of what I got, but it's also a survival game, so like you collect things and craft. craft. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird Fucking game. crafting, man.
3: Back to the drawing board, fellas. Yeah,
1: that game is not was not good, what they put out.
3: See, I they, was expecting a Bioshock. It's yeah, not, that's what I mean. That's what people want.
1: It's not. Maybe they're going to go back and do that, but it was literally like a survival game.
3: Oh. it's just
2: It's kind of unfortunate because the visual aesthetic... And the idea of this like dystopian world where everyone is drugged up at all times sounds really cool for a narrative standpoint. So to have it precisionally generated means a lot of the story is going to be like messed up, you know, yep. just because of that element. So that's that's a weird thing. Like I I appreciate the fact that they're trying something new, but at the same time you have to play to your strength as well, right? So
1: yeah, I think that's a. Speaking of genres that are of their time, I think survival games are finally on their way out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah well I don't know some of them most of them are still in early access <laughs> yeah well that's the thing is
1: I, I think a lot of them ain't going to make it out of early access
2: <laughs> yeah that's well, fair
1: the, the, the PUBG movement kind of overtook the survival movement so. yeah
2: like who talks about DayZ at this point right nobody. nobody
1: like that Conan Exiles that's another one that nobody talks about mm-hmm. you who know? talks about ARK Arcs. well ARK is huge because it's dinosaurs but if it wasn't dinosaurs that game would just be another fly on the wall
2: Hey man, if you like dinosaurs, Monster Hunter has some dinosaurs.
1: Bingo. They're fake. They're <laughs> fake dinosaurs. Yeah. Those aren't real. Hey man,
2: you look at Asinoff and you tell him that's not some fucking T-Rex. And yeah, steroids. but his name's
1: not Tyrannosaurus Rex, so he's not real. He's fake. It's fake news. Fake news.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, finally, let's let's talk about this last one, which is probably the biggest thing that happened this week. Microsoft announced that if you subscribe to Game Pass going forward, all first-party Microsoft games are on the service at launch.
2: Uh, let's free. say, how much is the Game Pass? Ten,
1: 10 bucks a month. the equivalent okay. to Netflix for games. Huh. So, so
0: I think what this has convinced me to do, by the way, is to get rid of my um, Gamefly and substitute it with this and EA Access.
1: Yeah,
2: I um, think but that's...
0: The a... thing is, like, that's only for Xbox games. You're not going to
2: be able to get like PS4 exclusive. It's okay,
0: because I'm not... Um, uh, if there are PS4 exclusives I really want, I usually end up buying them. Gamefly, okay. I, I usually use to play stuff that I don't want to pay for.
2: Yeah. And, did, you, did you buy uh, Horizon or did you rent it?
0: I, I ended up with Horizon, but I rented it to start. <laughs> okay. But normally I would have bought it. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, this is... I, The only reason I ended up renting it instead, pretty much, was because there was nothing else on Gamefly that I wanted to play. And I thought, well, I might as well just rent it for now, since I've got an open Gamefly slot. That's
1: gotcha. it. Yeah. This is, this is kind of huge because if we just look at the games that are launching this year, let's say you buy Game Pass for the entire year $120, you get Sea of Thieves and Crackdown and State of Decay and the new Forza, and probably, what, what are we thinking, Halo this year? I think it's a Halo year, right? I think, yeah, you I think, I think Halo's Halo coming year. this year. I, I don't, Halo's
3: definitely coming this year. I,
1: I don't know if it'll be this year, but we'll definitely see it this year. Yeah. But getting all of those games on launch day plus the over 100 games that are already on the service, that's pretty good for $120 in a year.
2: Yeah, from a value standpoint. And the thing that I heard that most surprised me, Ken, and uh, maybe you can verify or correct me if I'm wrong, is that if you subscribe to this Game Pass at any time, you get access to all the games, including the ones that were previously launched. So, for example, I can decide to rent and use Game uh, Pass for one month, and basically knock out, like, eight games, and then there's nothing to stop me from just, you know, re, uh, uh, re-subscribing, like, three, four months after that point. And you know, I've after, unsubscribing yeah. after so, one month. Is that right?
1: Yeah, so the way Game Pass works is, that, think of it like Netflix. Whenever you subscribe, you get access to everything that's currently mm-hmm. on there. Uh, with the Xbox version, what's nice about it is it essentially gives you a license to the full game. So even if you get it for a month... And you play it, you can leave it on your hard drive, you just won't be able to play it, and your saves are all saved to the cloud. so if you ever unsubscribe and come back, you can just pick up on that game wherever you were so yeah, you can it because they just essentially just give you license to everything when you have the because I have it because they gave me like a three month subscription, so like yep. uh all of those games are just available for me to download, and I can just play them so it's it's a nice service, and the addition of adding all of their first-party games day and date for launch, it, it, it speaks to two things. Number one, it speaks to a great consumer value for it, but it also speaks to Microsoft's future plans, which is essentially just wanting to make Xbox a service.
2: Yeah, I think, um, well, I, I'm actually curious about everyone's stance on what this is. Well, first of all, who's going to sign up immediately?
1: I will probably keep my subscription at this point. I have my free one is running out in February, but at ten bucks a month with the games that they add, they usually add five to six games a month, and now they're adding all the first party games day and date launch. That seems like kind of a no brainer for me to have considering I play the majority of my games on Xbox.
3: Here here's um, the bigger question. Do they remove games? Yes, from they it? do.
1: They do. do it's it? just like Netflix where there are licenses that will run out and they will remove them. Okay. So far, it hasn't been a huge amount of games. Maybe two or three a month.
3: Could you tell me a game that has been removed?
1: NBA Two K Sixteen.
3: Okay, well, that's not a big deal.
2: <laughs> oh no, I—that's you just killed the deal for me <laughs> without being able to play NBA Two K Sixteen. What's even the point? Uh, uh, but I um,
1: think when they removed Sixteen, they added Seventeen or something like. It was weird that it, the way it worked, but yeah.
3: Yeah, so yes, that, that that's okay. I'm talking like a game, like, say they add The Witcher to it.
1: Yeah, and then they remove it.
3: And they remove it a month later, and I, hey, I'm not done with that game.
1: Yeah, that that would suck, Um, but it's not out of the question that it could happen. It's, yeah. it's that whole licensing. It's the same crap that we deal with with Netflix, where, like, yeah. when a license runs out, like, I have a perfect example of this. I used to use Netflix to watch Family Guy, because I like to watch that show, like, repeats of it, kind of like on syndication. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix did not renew their license for Family Guy, so first they removed seasons ten through fifteen, and then next week they're removing seasons one through eight. So that show will be completely gone from Netflix.
3: Kind of like how they did with South Park.
1: Exactly, South Park eventually you know just was removed, and it sucks, especially if you're watching it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I
3: was watching Bob's Burgers.
1: Bob, well, see, oh. that's the thing is, I went ahead and just subscribed to Hulu because it's owned by Fox. Yeah. So everything that I want to watch is on Hulu. So Bob's Burgers, Family Guy, uh, Rick and Morty, Aqua Teen, like all of that stuff is on. But but the thing is, like, you, you don't Aqua want to subscribe to yeah every every episode of Aqua Teen is on Hulu. Damn
2: like, it! I don't want to have like four different subscriptions I don't I don't want to have an HBO or Hulu or Netflix and like you know some other thing just yeah. to be able to watch the shows I want. No, absolutely. It feels absolutely. Like Yeah, they divvied the things out. There's going to be a Disney streaming channel too. I heard.
1: Yeah, but if Disney bought Fox, isn't that what Hulu just essentially becomes? I suppose because Fox owns Hulu, and since Disney bought all of Fox's stuff, why not just take Hulu? You've got the name. Yeah, but
0: they didn't buy all of Fox's stuff, right? It's 21st Century Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But I think that. So I don't know if that's the one that owns Hulu or not.
1: Well, I know all of the shows on there are what Disney bought, so I think Disney owns like. Family Guy, The Simpsons, all that stuff now, so I thought nah,
0: uh, I thought they bought the movie stuff i
1: don't know i don't know the logistics of that deal, I just remember reading somewhere that they owned all of fox's syndicated shows mm. but i i don't know i i hate I truly hate this kind of crap because Disney basically is trying to buy the world. <laughs> 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 Just one piece at a time. It won't work for me eventually, huh? <laughs> That's pretty much the way it's going to work. It's going to be that South Park episode where he's like beating the shit out of what is it, like the Jonas Brothers or something? Jonas
3: Brothers, yep. yeah.
1: He's like, you better get your fucking ass out there and perform or I'm going to kick you in the dick. <laughs> now go out there and make me some money, huh? It's <laughs> all so rolling good. in now, hopefully. Oh, oh my god.
2: Uh, don't fuck with Disney, man.
1: but no this is this is as close as we've gotten to netflix for games truthfully
2: i it's this is the beauty of competition right yep xbox is still trying to play catch up to uh you know uh sony and this is what you know the innovation that comes from it and i think i i love to see this like this news actually makes me interested in perhaps owning an xbox at some point in my life because like I can't play these games, I don't... Can I get the pass for PC? No, right? No, Game, it's only pa- for game Xbox. Pass
1: will work with any Play Anywhere title. Uh,
2: well, well, I mean, that's after you have the thing, but, like, is, is every game any play anywhere? No no. no, 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 no. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, it incentivizes to maybe pick up an Xbox at some point in my life, just to be able to catch up on this catalog of games that I may not have played, that I don't want to buy on PC. Because that was my whole point, right? I have a PC... That's more powerful than an Xbox One X. So why would I ever want to buy an Xbox One X or Xbox at all? Because all every be exclusive game is going to be also coming out on PC. But with this, it's just a point of value at this point. It's not about performance. It's about value. It's not about exclusives. It's about being able to play all the things for a set price for you know uh, uh, you know amount of time that I want to play it for. So it ins- incentivizes someone like me, and there are you know other people like me in, in the same situation. To eventually pick up an Xbox and say, like, well, this is just a good value proposition. Yeah, that's huge. You know? Yeah. That's a new audience of people that's gonna be picking up the Xbox.
1: Yeah, I think cool. I, I don't think there's a downside to their game pass. It just keeps getting better. Alright. Uh let's do we don't have any emails. So nobody nobody loved us enough to send sendeth no emails. No. I don't know. Makes you sad. Let's let's do, some let's do some Twitter. Cool. We got a few Twitters. Mookie says, "Drew, you sellout, biased son of a bitch." It's true. Yeah. What's this in reference to, even? Probably a kind of class
3: Is that? Yeah, kind of class Last week, oh, okay. I yeah. said that uh, I would, uh, I would give anything a good score if they would pay me. The problem <laughs> okay. is, the problem is nobody pays me because they don't care. That's true. <laughs> no, they don't, they don't care true. about your opinion, man.
2: Cares. So i verified God. on Twitter, dude. You don't, you don't, you don't matter. Okay.
3: You don't I don't have six. that blue check. No,
1: I got declined for the blue check. By the way, I tried to get one.
3: Uh, uh, in which account?
1: My my main account. It was it was yeah. tied to the site at the time before we got the new one. Uh-huh. So I was like, "This is the official account," and they're like, "Nah, nah." Yeah, they,
2: they, I guess they're more selective about that than yeah. they used to be, or something. Yeah, not, I'm not official enough.
1: Can I'm not official. I don't give a
2: shit. The the way I figured is that like once you start getting parody accounts of your actual account, then you actually need it because that will tell you that you're the actual person. Uh... I think there was that case of that guy that won the 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 lotto for like four hundred and thirty million or something like that, yeah. and then there was a fake uh, Twitter account saying that like, oh, I just want to give back to the people. Uh, the first you know, ten thousand people that follow me, I'm gonna give a thousand dollars to, and then it got so many followers so quickly after getting the retweets and stuff like that. And then some other person like, uh, some other person with the same name. Uh, t- uh, tweeted on that chain saying, "Oh, that's not me, guys! Don't fall for the trick." And it turns out that guy is also the fake as well. So like, <laughs> so it's like fakes upon t- fakes upon fakes. Like, yeah, that guy needs a verified account for the sake of uh, validity. Uh, but uh, outside of that, you kinda don't really need one. I don't. I don't but it's it's funny that people, people fall for it. I was like people
1: come on, people do some weird shit on Twitter, Yes.
3: Uh, Yeah, I mean, for Christ's sakes, I mean, Facebook, I I legit had a guy non-ironically post a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi saying you're afraid to post a picture of Jesus on your timeline. Yeah, I've (laughs) seen that. I've
1: seen that. (laughs) Uh, Uh. Somebody just needs to make a fake account of me that just says Shin sucks and posts it every day.
2: You mean it's got to be the opposite of your opinion. I think that's actually your real opinion. Okay. Yeah, it is.
1: It is. That's why I said that's how you parody it. Man. You make the real thing. You don't
2: parody it by being. Uh, well, I guess that's how you try to look like the 8
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. You want to yeah. imp- you want to impersonate me? You just write Shinmu socks. Uh,
2: shout out to the, the Colossus. Shout uh, the Colossus.
1: Every Team Eco game is garbage. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
0: Xbox for life. Xbox for life. Ponies <laughs> die. Bad boy for life. <laughs>
1: uh, Mookie says, "My first run on PUBG. I've reached top five and still not feeling the game for me." The thing is not... Did you, uh, you, you
2: quit playing uh, PUBG yourself? Did you go back to it at all this week? No, no. Yeah, just, uh, when you got the Monster Hunter and the Dragon Ball Fighters, man. Yep. Like, pff, PUBG, my ass. Back
1: on Overwatch, you know, it's fine.
2: <clears throat> uh, oh, uh, we didn't talk about Overwatch at all. Did you guys get some of those new skins?
1: Uh, we did talk about it. I said I played Blizzard World, I didn't like it, and I bought Oh, yeah, of yeah, skins. but, I,
2: you know, like skins and stuff. Did you get any cool ones? I bought them. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I have How about se- you, did you, Play Overwatch at all this week? A little bit, not much. Okay.
1: I had seven thousand coins. So. I know,
2: but I- I'm glad that they're at the regular price. Still, I can pick up. No, a no, box. no,
1: absolutely. And some of them are purple. So, like Junkrats was only two fifty. Nice. So and his is kind of neat. It's not as extravagant as like some of the other ones, but it's still pretty neat. I like the Widowmaker skin the best, but I don't use Widowmaker, so I didn't buy it.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have to pick that up, even though I don't really use her. That Nova skin's too good.
1: Yep. Uh, Mark says, overall, I'm really enjoying what I've had time for in Monster Hunter, although the learning curve seems quite steep for a newcomer to the series like myself. Can't wait mm-hmm. to play some squad stuff, Jay. I hope you don't mind me gate crashing your party chat.
2: No, I. It's just unfortunate that I was only able to stick around for like a literal minute because I had a company coming. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. I haven't been able to add a lot of people to the squad just yet because I've been missing people. And then when I play with them, I forget because I'm, I'm a dumbass. But either way, I'm going to get all the people that want to get into the squad so that people can keep track of who's playing so they can jump into the game faster. So, uh, Mark, uh, everyone else in between, I know I got a bunch of uh, tweet messages saying that, like, yeah, 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 we should definitely play. So um, whenever you catch me online, you see me on PSN, or whenever you're playing, you can actually... Uh, you know, just uh, message me on Twitter and if I have the time I'll hop on and just quickly add to the squad or we'll get some hunts going so it's going to be a good time going forward oh yeah I need to join that yeah that's what I'm, I'm going to definitely do that once squad I up you.
1: son Yeah. alright uh, Dustin sent us a bunch of tweets he says been enjoying Monster Hunter but I haven't played much since I mainly got it to play with friends and they were out of town uh, had a friend come over for DBZ and had a great time I don't care for the lobby system and loading time seemed long
2: are uh, the loading times long?
1: I, I they, I didn't seem to have an issue with it. But then again, I am playing on an X, and supposedly that fixes load times on some games. I don't know the, po-
2: the power of the the X. power
1: of the X. I I don't know. It didn't seem excessive to me, but I I don't know. Okay, sure. Uh, also for a three v three DBZ uh, roster seems a little small compared to other games. Yeah, I felt that too. And I wonder how many characters are unlockable. Like um.
2: I I believe uh, three more characters are unlockable.
1: That still seems small for a game that's three v three. I've only heard I've heard DLC is only going to be eight characters. I think. I I thought I heard five. Is it eight? Okay. Maybe it's eight. I don't know. There seems like there's a lot more of those yellow haired dudes that they could put in there. <laughs>
0: yellow haired <laughs> dude. I love the way <laughs> you put it. <laughs>
2: They're it's called yellow, Super Saiyans. There's oh, a lot dudes running around punching so, dudes in the face, man. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, there seems like there's a lot more of those dudes. So, you know, get on that roster, because that's a great game. Uh, he also says, since Phoenix Down is doing JRPGs, and Jay and Ken making guest appearances, uh, is Jay and Ken making guest appearances for the Xenosaga Trilogy. Hashtag make it
3: happen. Hashtag never gonna happen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, the more you fight it, the more people are gonna want it. You know how that goes, Drew. Yeah.
3: we this. saw we saw what happened with Gears. I'm not doing this again.
1: I, I, truthfully, it, I would totally opt out of a Xenoblade Two playthrough because that game. Mm-hmm. But Xenoblade, Xena, Xenosaga One. Sorry, Xenosaga. Xenosaga. Oh. Xenosaga Two. I'm out. Xenosaga One. I might if I had a way to play it. Maybe. Yeah, Xenosaga One
2: wouldn't. I'm really curious about how well that game has aged too. And you know, it's been forever since I played it. Yeah. Boy would I love an HD remake of a remaster or remake of the Xenosaga games. That'd be great.
1: I just don't know how I would play it. Like I have a PS2 in the closet. I'd have to dig it out and then I'd have to buy that game, which unless you buy it disc only is super expensive.
2: I would yeah. most likely use my original disc and use emulation on PC to make it look better and play better. Mm. That's probably how I would do it. But I, uh, I yeah, a, yeah, it's, it's Hook up rough a
1: PS2 to the freaking my flat panel 4K TV.
2: <laughs> I'm surprised that game hasn't come out as a PS4 like PS2 classic. Yeah, uh, they're fairly beloved. I would buy the opinion.
1: first one in a heartbeat. If they did the trilogy, I'd probably just buy it. But I would totally yeah, buy the first
2: one. Totally yeah, the it. first game and the third games are really good. Yes, they uh, the are. second game is kind of forgettable, but it's also very short as well. The second yes. game you beat in like fifteen twenty hours. Yeah, so.
1: but it feels longer because it's so yeah, boring. It's, it's, it's just slow. Uh, here's a new story I forgot to talk about because like who the fuck cares? But PlayStation announced their own Amiibos, and I kind of want Kratos and the Bloodborne Hunter.
2: Wait, they have Amiibos for PlayStation now? Yeah,
1: I saw these yesterday. GameStop <sighs> selling them. They're like, they got. How like, do they scan it into the game exactly? I don't know that they actually do anything.
2: They're just they're just models. They're not Amiibos.
1: Yeah, it's like they got <laughs> Crash and Parappa, and I mean okay. they they look all right, but. I'm yeah.
2: okay with just cosmetic figurines that's not actually tied to gameplay stuff that I want. That's, the, that's my issue with Amiibos. If, They're tied with DLC that I can't buy otherwise. That's uh, the worst part.
0: So, so okay, yeah, whatever.
2: You have a child. You're entitled to your opinion, but that's wasteful I, money that I can't... I don't, I don't feel like spending because I don't want dumb figurines taking up my shelf space.
1: So I have to ask. So if you get a, a, a Sony... What would they call those? Sonybos. If you got so, one of those, so if you got one of that. those of the dude from like Shadow of the Colossus, does it make the game good? Oh, my God! Oh like boy. if you scan just, it in,
2: it's <laughs> just, just waiting for that joke, huh? All right.
1: <laughs> I've been pocketing that one for a couple hours. So it's, it's don't like, worry, our
2: our outlet will have a very good score for Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i always I always wonder if people think I'm being as serious as I am because I don't think that's a bad game. I just want it's it's just funny. Oh, he also says the new God of War story trailer had me really hyped for the game. April can't come soon enough. That's right, Labo's co- Labo, Labo, Labo. That's coming Labo. out the same day as God of War.
2: Yeah, what Labo. Are you,
1: what are you buying? I wonder why
2: they picked 420 in particular. That Fucking seems very blaze specific. It.
1: Blaze
3: it, man! Because you get high and then put a bunch of cardboard on yourself. You get no. You have to get high before
1: you pay seventy dollars for cardboard.
3: Cardboard.
1: <laughs>
0: Seems accurate.
1: Oh, geez. That thing's going to sell like crazy.
0: Yeah, it is. It's going to sell like crazy. Ryan, are you buying it? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It depends on whether my son sees it and likes it. He might get some of them for his birthday if he <laughs> do, sees it and likes it. Do what I did
1: and, and hide it from him.
0: And, and Ken, you're, you're applying this to try to keep the information away from your kids
2: so you don't have to buy it, right? I
1: am. He is not. He knows nothing about it. <laughs> oh man, good luck I, with that! I just hope he doesn't see a TV commercial for it, because we don't we don't actually watch like real TV unless we're watching football. So I might be in I might be in luck. He does read Game Informer though, so fuck.
2: Yeah, that's gonna be featured in there
1: eventually. Uh, he's Dustin. Also says, "See, see Thieves looks boring." Oh, hot take, hot take. Mm. I can mm. s- I can see where people would see that tr- truthfully. Like, you, you uh, need to play it with other people to understand what it offers, and even then, not everybody's going to dig it, because there's... Yeah. It's definitely, it could also
2: be just a poor beta as well. We've had, we've had those before, right?
1: Y- yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a poor beta. I think it's pretty, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's for everybody, because it, it does not hold your hand. It does not explain a lot of its systems. It's kind of like a explore and figure things out on your own. And and truthfully, if you do play it by yourself, it is kind of boring by yourself. So it's definitely not going to be for everybody. It's a weird game for Microsoft to be touting so heavily because I don't think its appeal is going to stretch very far.
2: I'm I'm curious about how many people are going to be jumping into the game when the full game launches uh, soon, right? Very soon? March. March? Okay, that's soon ish. That'll be the first so,
1: game that uh, is on the Game Pass. So
2: Okay. Um, is the Game Pass stuff uh, effective immediately, by the way? Yes. Okay, cool. Yep.
1: That thing's been running for almost a year now, right? It's I been a know, while. Somewhere around now. Yeah. Uh, his final tweet says Xbox needs to show me games right now Only exclusives I'm waiting for is Ori But I plan on getting Metro Exodus For the system too
2: uh, Probably if you have the X It's probably going to look the best uh, Out of the consoles, sure
1: Yeah, I think Microsoft's got a lot to show this year I mean, they've got some games Like we mentioned, Crackdown, Sea of Thieves, Data Decay Those are all coming this year Forza, rumored to be in Japan Which would be really cool and rumors of that Fable game floating around, obviously. Has
2: yeah. anyone, let me let me gauge the interest level for a new Fable game at this point. You guys like hot for that
0: game? Like how hot or cold are you? Uh, I would not say I'm hot for a new Fable game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would need to play it. I I've always enjoyed those games, but they've never been like, oh my god, I can't wait to play
0: that game. Yeah, right. And but, I'm guessing
2: Molyneux is not going to be at the head of this one. New no, rumors no. are
1: floating that this is being made by Playground.
2: What else has played? They do there?
1: Forza Horizon.
2: Oh, that's that's a weird size step.
1: It is. It oh. is. Uh, last tweet comes from Nivek. He says, "Think ex- think exclusives on Xbox are going to get more stretched out or episodic to take advantage of their subscription service."
0: Hmm. Interesting. Uh,
1: I think that. I, I don't know. I feel like the whole. Want for episodic games kind of came and went.
2: I think there are certain types of game, uh, types of games, certain genres that really works well. And especially when we say episodic, we're not talking about telltale episodic, okay? We're talking about like, let's say like a weekly release, like what they did with uh, Revelations Two. Mm-hmm. That or wasn't Hitman. that was a that was a good yeah. Way Hitman, Hitman
1: was probably like yeah. the pinnacle of that thing.
2: Uh, Hitman was good too because of that particular genre of uh, and how that gameplay. Like really promotes you to play the same mission over and over again to see the different outcomes. So I don't know. I think it comes down to the game whether or
0: not it'll uh cater towards that playstyle well enough. I think Monster Hunter is gonna be one with good episodic content. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just
2: the new monsters coming out, like almost like a monster of the week, dude. That's sick. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Do uh Microsoft wants to sell Game Pass, throw uh PUBG on there. They'll sell a few game passes. Yeah. That game that's another news story I forgot to mention this week. That game just broke four million copies on Xbox One. It's been out for a month and like four days.
2: That's very impressive. That is insanity. For, for a game as poorly polished as that game yeah. to sell that many copies. We we've learned that a game doesn't have to necessarily be good in order to sell a billion copies, so that's interesting.
1: Yeah, it's 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 weird to see an early access game sell like more than a fully polished release triple A game. It's a weird world we live in. But anyway, nice. that is it for the tweets. If you want to tweet at us, it's at N4G Podcast. You can also follow all of us individually. Drew is at DML Fury. Ryan is at WombatRP. Jay is at Bodaside J and me at Z T G D. You can also follow the site at Z T G D Content. Yes. Also check out Phoenix Down, RPG year. Drew still struggling. Through. Yeah, Drew's still struggling through Nino Cooney.
3: I have not played any of it. So So I need to play some more.
1: I was gonna say is there a show this week?
3: <laughs> there's gonna be a show this week. Well, yeah. A show
1: Friday, Drew ain't played the game. So yep. recording well, Thursday. Oh boy. Well good luck with that. Yep. I I'm sure like when you finish that game it's gonna be like one of the most satisfying things you've ever done.
3: Yeah, I'm going to be able to put it in this box and put it back on the shelf and never look at it again.
2: <laughs> Jeez, this, this is almost
3: like a alone in the dark kind of hatred happening here, man. No, actually. no, no. At least at least Neo Cooney actually works. Alone the dark is fucked. Okay. It's bad.
1: It's a bad game.
3: Yeah. But that is I it. You, I got you fucking stones.
1: I got you fucking stones. The goddamn the stones. stones, stones. Him, right? The stones! They're coming! Anyway, that's the show. We'll be back next week. Probably talk about some monsters. Maybe somebody will have played the Final Fantasy fighting game. I don't know. I don't know. I mean,
2: I, I play the beta. It's it's neat, but it's not a game that I particularly enjoy
1: playing. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Anyway, that is it. Unless anybody has anything else.
2: Lunchtime, baby.
1: It is. Fuck it. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.
0: The M4G podcast.
3: Oh, me, Mario. Zero dollar.
0: This is gonna be a very
1: interesting episode.
0: Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4G radio lair. The Wombat. And. I always have been angry. Killer Wolverine. Play games. Not. No bad boys allowed. And then then I killed the dragon 8.0. I killed the the dragon.